This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, October 22nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, authorities are investigating after confirming that a prop firearm discharge by actor Alec Baldwin while producing and starring in a Western movie killed the cinematographer and wounded the director. Wow. Santa Fe County Sheriff's officials say Halnia Hutchins, cinematographer on the movie Rust, and director Joel Salza were shot Thursday on the rustic film set in the desert on the southern outskirts of Santa Fe. 42-year-old Hutchins was airlifted to the University of New Mexico hospital where she was pronounced be- dead by medical personnel the sheriff's department said we're going to talk more about this later on and there there are been a, a few incidents like this throughout you know movie set history but when i saw this the first time i because I, i'm usually on top of all this i saw this this morning i said no i can't that's ridiculous yeah. no right yeah So sad. 48-year-old Salza was taken by ambulance to Christus St. Vincent Regional Medical Center Center, where he is undergoing treatment for his injuries. Production was halted on the film, obviously. A spokesperson for Baldwin said that there was an accident on the set involving the misfire of a prop gun with blanks, though a uh, charge without a medical projectile is unlikely to kill at a moderate distance. The Santa Fe, New Mexico uh, reported um, reported that the 63-year-old Baldwin was seen Thursday outside of the sheriff's office in tears, but attempts to get comment from him were unsuccessful. There were pictures of him doubled over. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I mean, of it's course. just devastated. It's going to wreck him. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, in any kind of an accident like that, and if it indeed is a no-fault accident yeah. at all, it's still it doesn't matter. just going to yeah. wreck somebody like that. Hutchins, a 2015 graduate of the American Film Institute, worked as director of photography on the 2020 action film Arch Enemy. Uh, she was named a rising star by the American cinematographer in 2019. The FBI's Denver office said Thursday that remains found a day earlier in the Florida Nature Reserve are those of Brian Laundrie, who disappeared last month, just eight days after his fiance Gabby Petito, was reported missing. There you go. Now, now to determine if they can determine the manner of death, right? You know, right. Whether suicide or whether he just, right? You know, passed. Yeah. The FBI. Or- I would, or I'm something, or yeah, something. somebody kill him. You can't rule anything out yet, but I'm, I'm guessing dude did himself. But yeah, we'll they, they ruled went... out unicorn attack. Ah, yeah, okay. So they one, did thing. one thing is off the list. All right, yeah. very good. We can scratch that off. Um, I'll get to the details of it. Um, but there was a notebook that was found. They think that maybe they can get into that notebook. They, it might be salvageable, and they would not comment on if a weapon was found. Okay. You know what is so horrifying of all this? This sad, sad story are the pictures of them on this trip yeah. lovingly sharing moments with these vistas that they're visiting and all this stuff that's happening and they seem to be you know enamored of each other of course pictures don't tell everything sure but jesus it looked you know well, what that- was happening and uh, how does it get that bad? How does it get that bad? I mean, I thought that too when when they confirmed that it was his uh, his remains. I thought, how tragic for two families. You know, I, now I don't know yeah. if if his family was hiding things or whatever. I had a conversation with somebody who was like, you know, angry and uh, you know, and speaking poorly about his family. So you know, who knows? But but I mean, it's right. just tragic for yeah. both families, he's no still, matter how you look at it. He, he's still a person who's now gone. You know, and 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 several months ago, uh, they were both here. And yeah, I mean, it is it's sad. Even if he was. Uh, uh, complicit in the crime or whatever. It's just, it's a tragedy all the way around. And you know what's interesting too is the fact that uh, while searching for him, 
They found like nine other bodies. Whoa. Yes. Uh, yes. Different people. Some of them just, you know, lost in the woods right. and, and so yeah. on. But they found all these Didn't other bodies. Didn't that rock your world? That, yeah. that Italian. Oh, no, no, this isn't the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Nope. Wrong Got one another again. one, but no, it's a no. Yeah. So the FBI said dental records confirmed the identification. The identification came hours after police in Northport, Florida, said the remains that were found were skeletal and belonged to a human. Investigators also found clothing believed to be consistent with what Laundry was wearing when he took off September 13th. Less than a week after Laundry went missing last month, authorities in Wyoming found Petito's remains in a national park. Her death was ruled a homicide by manual strangulation. On Wednesday, investigators also found a backpack and a notebook belonging to 23-year-old Laundry near the remains. A source with knowledge of the investigation told CNN the notebook is possibly salvageable. The source said the notebook was outside of a dry bag, but it's unclear how the notebook ended up outside of the dry bag. No word on whether a weapon was found during a search with police. Brian's father, Chris Laundry, was the first to spot the item belonging to his son. I wonder what level of closure this gives, you know, to her parents, because yeah. you, you, you also, I think, want to find out what exactly happened. I know. And I don't know if that information exists. Yeah. A small commercial truck dealer is at the center of a legal dispute against FedEx and a New Jersey vehicle dealer. The, in the lawsuit, FedEx and Automotive Rentals Incorporated, ARI, out of Mount Laurel, are accused of selling used delivery trucks without disclosing the true mileage. Tom Layton, who owns Nevada Fleet out of California, has been buying and selling used commercial trucks for 36 years. To date, we've determined that 96 of the vehicles that we bought have replaced odometers, he said. According to the lawsuit, in 2017, one of Layton's buyers complained that one of the trucks he sold had significantly more miles than publicly disclosed. Layton said he believed the mileage was about 106,000 miles when he purchased it at auction from ARI. The lawsuit claims a computer test on the truck later determined that the actual mileage was more than triple at 360,000 miles. Oh, what? 360,000 oh, miles? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good Lord. So FedEx has a contract with ARI to market and sell FedEx trucks at auction. Each gets a cut of the profits. Buyers like Layton then uh, repurpose the trucks and sell them to independent delivery companies or other businesses like food truck operators. Under federal law, listen to this. Replacing an odometer is not illegal, but it has to, but it must be disclosed. So if you replace it, you have to say yes, well, I replaced it. And obviously, if you're replacing it, you're supposed to put the correct the mileage. mileage on it. Exactly. Yes. I mean, that, that was the oldest person. And used cars are doing it. This movie oh, that we yeah. love, they're, they're rolling back the odometer. <laughs> That's the opening yeah, scene yeah, in the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the most you guys have ever put on a car? If, if you can remember. I think like 120 is the most Two, I've ever I think probably. 200,000 on one of my uh, older cars. Yeah, um, a Honda. They, they, some of those like Honda uh, Accords and Civics, they yeah. stuck around for a long time. Oh, they yeah. used to be, you know, the, okay, got to get rid of it. Now the the, the uh, durability of cars, or at least the ability to go much greater distances and not have it yeah. really impact, uh, you know, the way it used to is, has gone up. But I remember like something, when you got over... Hundred thousand, you're like I don't know. that was yeah. one yeah, of those yeah. sort of. I had yeah, that's two, kind of my benchmark. I had two cars that I got um, used. I, I'm pretty sure I have to check with my dad. I'm pretty sure both of them when I got them were like at a hundred thousand. Wow, so had, I, I drove I well see that. over while you were a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you're not going to be driving every day to work and putting a ton of miles. Right, right, so, right. Yeah. I've had my current car since 2017, and I have. 32,000 miles on it. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Dude, I put, I put about 20,000 a year right, right. on my car. So, yeah, so my, yeah. my, it's 10 minutes to work at home. Right yeah, 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 down yeah. The street, yeah. I have an issue, and, and I think, um, I think I have a problem because I get bored of my cars very, very soon. Right. And, uh, and, the, and I always had the intention, I'm going to drive this one into the ground. And then... 
I drive for like a couple of years, and then I see other new cars on the road. I'm like, mm, I kind of like that's that why one. there's leases. You're somebody I that know. should be in a lease, and but you I put buy many, your cars, right? I, yeah, I do, but I put too many miles on my car for why? Leases. You can you can get higher mileage. That's what I did when I, I leased. I, but I know what he's saying. I've seen people like you know in in that zone where they're running down the lease thing. Like I don't know if I got, I don't want to do this. I don't want to put it over and, and and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I mean. Uh, so I leased an option. my first car, Kathy, I leased, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was, ki- I was a kid when you I did put it. so many miles on. I, <laughs> I, you know, like, I was like, and I didn't know. And so when it came time to, like, I only went 25,000 miles Read it in, I was like, oh, I have to buy this thing. You know, so I bought my own car off a lease. You know, it was, it was ridiculous. It's, but, also, it's also a negotiating uh, tool. Yeah. Like, if, if you did go over and you're significantly over and you're, you're going to go into the same uh, make car or you know you yeah. can I because I negotiated mine I was over and they were like if you get another one we'll buy the the miles oh, off okay. you and oh, that's I, I didn't know yeah. these things I just made that huge mistake back in two thousand I learned from my mistake and every time I get a car it's all I always have in my mind I'm like I'm gonna drive this one into the ground I'm gonna I'm gonna put two hundred thousand miles so now two years into my my outback I have thirty seven thousand miles on it which I think is a pretty decent amount in two years yeah and this one. This is the one cat. And then before you do it, this is you're, the at the car, you're at the car dealership with the guy in your mouth. Uh, right. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so uh, the law states the new odometer should be set with the actual miles or a sticker must be placed on the inside door jam stating the mileage at replacement. In court records, FedEx admitted to replacing 1,600 odometers over the past 10 years, which is not illegal. FedEx and ARI have denied wrongdoing and are seeking to dismiss the case. What's the record for it? They always make a big deal about it. I think last time it was like a Toyota or something for the, 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 the greatest mileage on a vehicle. I've heard, I don't of, know. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a million miles, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've All heard right. of that before. Was it a movie, a TV show, or a documentary where they, I think that <clears> it was it was two mothers, and they were taking their kid for a car ride, and the kid thought that this car ride was, they were going to tell them that they were getting divorced. Yeah. And they weren't. It was them. They wanted to be together when they crossed that million mile mark, and and it was I such don't a huge. That. And they, they got uh, they got t boned by a train. <laughs> oh uh, there, here, uh, Nick pulled this up. Uh, there's a guy that owns has Guinness World Record for the highest vehicle mileage on a personal car with over three million miles on his 1966 Volvo 1800s. Three million. Uh, yeah. And the guy drives over 100,000 miles per year visiting car shows with the longest stretch and one trip being uh, New York to Vancouver. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Nice. Um, so now a company spokesperson for UPS said that they destroy their commercial trucks once that they've reached the end of their life. And if you if you do regular maintenance, supposedly yeah. you can drive a car for a long, 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 yeah, long time. Yeah, just, uh, just slip three million. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In sports this morning. <laughs> In Thursday night football, Chase Keenum stepped in for an injured Baker Mayfield. Third string back to Ernest Johnson rushed for 146 yards, and the Browns beat the Denver Broncos 17-14 last night in Cleveland. What the f*** is it? Case Keenum. Case. 
Chase. What did I say? You said Chase. Oh, okay. The Eagles are on the road this weekend with a game in Las Vegas against the Raiders. Kickoff on Sunday will be at 4 o'clock. The Sixers have their home opener tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. Ben Simmons is expected to come early to the shootout to discuss his playing status with the organizational leadership. The team is still hopeful that Simmons will participate in the shootout, (laughs) although he's not expected to play in the game. Tip-off for the nationally televised game is scheduled for 7.30. In the baseball playoffs drama, Chris Taylor hit three home runs and drove in six runs as the Dodgers beat Atlanta 11-2 last night in Los Angeles, cutting the Braves' lead to 3-2 in the best-of-seven National League Championship Series. Game 6 is tomorrow night back in Atlanta. The American League Championship Series continues tonight with Game 6 in Houston. The Astros lead the Red Sox in the series three games to two. The first pitch is scheduled for just after 8 o'clock. And the Flyers are back on the ice tomorrow night with a game at home against the Florida Panthers. The game will be broadcast on WMMR and if you go to the game, be sure to look for a video from Preston and Steve on the big screen at the Wells Fargo Center. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank Thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome indeed to a weekend. It is a Friday with the Preston and Steve show, and uh, we have a bunch of stuff going on today. It's the final day for the MMR Money Clip Contest. Yes. For now. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll fire it up down the road, but who knows when that's going to happen, so don't miss your opportunity. Two of them to begin with, uh, with us today. Uh, we also have several guests on the program. Uh, comedian Brian Posehn is going to be at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, we love talking to Brian, so we'll check in around 9. We're going to have Paula Abdul on today. Yes. Uh, Paula is co-hosting this year's Wigs and Wishes Gala, which is going to be at Rivers Casino on Saturday. So, so she'll be in town. I was doing some research on uh, Paula Abdul last night, and I came across a video present from, I think it's 1994, the person interviewing and doing the piece on Paula Abdul, Mike Jarek. Really? I'll send it to you guys. I need to see that. Nice. All right, so she will be on, and we're going to have the drummer of the Go-Go's, Gina Shock, on the program. She's got a book called Made in Hollywood, All Access with the Go-Go's, and that goes on sale on the 26th, so we're looking forward to talking about her, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and all the Friday trimmings. We'll have all that for you. We've ordered a sunrise in about uh, 45 minutes or so for yes. you. That'll be out shortly. Should so be here. yourself ready for that. Uh, and we'll have a stupid question in the entertainment report. Going to go into a little more depth in that Alec Baldwin story. Just absolutely horrible. Uh, so we'll get to that and a few other things when we return. Make sure you stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Okay, so let's see. We're going to ask a stupid question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets for Pops, Rocks, ABBA, uh, Mamma Mia, and more. It's on Wednesday, November 17th. It will be at the Kimmel Center. And the question I have for you this morning is, or are the instructions I'm going to give to you is to name one of Wikipedia's two founders. There are two people that had founded Wikipedia. I'm sure you use it quite often. Mm-hmm. Uh, see if you can give me one of the names. 215-263-WMMR. Going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer and have a whole bunch of birthdays to mention. Uh, today is Friday, October 22nd. Hang on. 
paper. Put it up there. Hey, hey. All right. Uh, Brian Bortano celebrates his birthday today. The U.S. figure skater, gold medalist in the 1988 Olympics, made even more famous by South Park. Uh, what would he do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would Brian Bortano what was, do? It was just the song? Like, what, where did that even come from for them? I it was guess, from the movie, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And he's from Colorado, right? Uh, or is is uh, he from South Park? I or think that, that area? Just having fun. I oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought I thought he had a connection to that area. The area. So, but I don't know. But anyhow, he's oh. he's fifty eight today. Uh, it is uh, Jeff Goldblum's birthday today. <laughs> uh, he is sixty nine years Man, old. Man, is he loving life? Oh yeah. Why look at everything's going great. He's on a career high. He is Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. He's um, in Thor Ragnarok. He was so effing funny. <laughs> Lord of Thunder. Yeah. There was a, like a, a little series that came out after that. Um, you know, I mean, it was probably on the DVD extras yeah, yeah. or whatever. But he comes to Earth. He ends up getting this roommate. He he ends up like zapping a few people that he lives with. It, it's a really bizarre. But he's basically Jeff Goldblum with superhuman powers yeah. living on Earth. And he's back uh, in the Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is going to be very cool. Sixty nine today. Uh, it's also what? Well, I was. It, are he and the collector like brothers or something I like that? So. Yes, okay. that's yeah. the I, yes. Uh, Christopher Lloyd ah. uh, turns a year older as well. Uh, he is 83, uh, kind of burst onto the scene as uh, Jim, the, uh, the Jim, Reverend Jim on Taxi. First time I saw him was in One Flow with the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, yeah. Yep. he goes that far back. Right, yeah. uh, but he had a huge huge hit on Taxi, breakout role for him. And then, of course, Doc Brown, Back to the Future movies. Ronald Reagan, <laughs> <laughs> the actor. Uh, he is 83. And you know what he was great at? Because it mentions this on his, his credits here. I loved him as Uncle Fester. Oh my God! In the yeah. Adams family, he was movies. good. I thought he, he was, was very good, and he was a Klingon too in uh, Search for Spock. You remember that? Uh, yeah, Klingon captain. Yeah, doc, doc, doc. yeah. Uh, then we have uh, Bobby Seal, co-founder of the Black Panthers, political activist, and he's uh, getting up there too. Is eighty-five wow. years old? Yep. Jonathan Lipnicki, huh. Jerry Maguire, the little kid. Okay. Uh, now he's, he's jacked. The, the Stuart Little movies. Yeah, he was bodybuilding. Yeah, for a while, I think right? he was. Yeah, he's uh, thirty-one. Uh, Carlos Mencia, who's been by here a number of times. Kathy's a fan. Always get along with him. Great. I did. I loved. I loved him. Uh, he is fifty-four years old today. Uh, director Spike Jones. Hmm. Yeah, who's brought us some very interesting movies over the years, being John Malkovich, uh, adaptation, Where the Wild Things Are, and uh, he's heavily involved in uh, Jackass. He's one of the co-creators yeah. of the movies. He's uh, fifty-two today. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. I think he's great. He is awesome. Yeah, I, I hope they, 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 they keep talking about this uh, Cam and Mitch spinoff oh, series. How fun would I'd, that be? I'd be on board instantly. Uh, Modern Family, of course, is where we got those characters, and he is uh, 46 today. And the awesome Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. And we've talked to Bob before, haven't we? We yeah. talked to him recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I th- was he promoting Nobody? I don't know if we had him on for that or not, but... Might have been. Uh, have you seen Nobody? I have not. I saw a scene yeah. on YouTube, and I'm like, whoa, man. Yeah. It's the bus scene. The bus yeah. scene, yeah. And I was like, and I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I need to see this movie. It it's, it's It seems like it's got tones of Equalizer. Meets and, John Wick. And meets, yeah. it meets just a regular guy. Yeah. You know, you find, uh, uh, you know, but uh, they took a guy who is... You would not think of as an action star. I like it, when and that that's happens. why it works. Yeah, because oh yeah, he's right. got this whole skill set. So he is uh, Bob Odenkirk is fifty nine. Remember, he had that uh, that heart episode. He did, and he's fine. He's now. doing better. Yeah. So, all right, we'll go to the phone and see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, name one of the founders of Wikipedia. Two one five two six three WMMR is the number. I will go to Diane. Hello there, Diane. Hi. Good morning. How good, are you? 
We're great. Diane, do me a favor. Tell me uh, the name of one of the founders of Wikipedia, please. Jimmy Wales. Jimmy Wales, and you also have Larry Sanger as well. Yes, that is correct. And they invented traffic, too. And they did. Uh, so hang on, Diane. We are going to give you... By the way, when when a, when a wrong piece of music pops up, you should see how deflated Casey looks. Well, because that's my fault. I didn't I know, clear it's okay. it. But I also... There are, in like four different occasions so far this morning, I have hit buttons and they have not worked. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost certain I tried to turn that off. That, it's frustrating, too. I tried to bookmark something to, mm-hmm. for a, the Brian Posehn interview. Yeah. And uh, may I just say that the current version of the operating system of Mac... Max current OS stinks. Oh. By the way, we are going to give uh, Diane a pair of tickets for uh, Pop Rocks ABBA, uh, Mamma Mia, and more Wednesday, November seventeenth. That's at the Kimmel Center. You can hear the pop signature sound on the hits of one of the great greatest selling bands of all time, ABBA. And you can get tickets to phillypops.org/slash/wmmr. Marissa will be your host for that evening. All right, uh, we'll go with the uh, story that uh, Kathy led with in the news just a little while ago. If you haven't heard this yet, a cinematographer working on the film Rust is dead, and the director is hospitalized after an accident during filming involving the star of the movie, Alec Baldwin, and a misfiring prop gun. Uh, The Western, starring Baldwin uh, and Jensen Ackles of Supernatural, began filming this month at Bonanza Creek Movie Ranch, which is in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Deputies with the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office responded to the film set around 2 p.m. after a 911 caller reported a shooting on the set. Uh, Two people were shot after a prop firearm was discharged during filming. Authorities said Baldwin had fired the prop gun. It struck the film's director, Joel Sousa, and director of photography, uh, uh, Halnya Hutchins. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. Yeah, that's how I heard it this morning. Halnya. Halnya. Detectives are still determining how and what type of projectile was discharged. Hutchins was transported via helicopter to University of New Mexico Mexico Hospital, the state's only level one trauma center in critical condition, and she later succumbed to the injuries. Uh, Salza was brought by an ambulance to uh, Christus St. Vincent Regional Medical Center, is receiving emergency care there. Uh, The sprawling Bonanza Creek movie ranch... Uh, it's frequently used as a film location for westerns. They did 310 to Yuma there. And, right. Uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, Baldwin is co-producing the film under his company, El Dorado Pictures, uh, with Salza writing and directing. So no real details on precisely what happened, but it was a blank cartridge from what I've been told and what I've read uh, anyhow. And, uh, you know, those things are dangerous. They're very dangerous. And uh, I, I have a feeling Alec, knew that i mean the actors should be trained properly especially with the um uh the stunt people on the set sure uh, what you can and can't do but when you fire a blank i mean it's there's there's no projectile there's no what's the, so you have a cartridge a bullet you put the, i'm sorry you have the 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 casing and the, the uh the the gunpowder that goes in there and the primer and the bullet is actually the lead part that comes yeah. out of the front and that whole thing is called a um uh, a a, uh, a cartridge and so the the way the the blanks work is it just doesn't have the projectile on it doesn't right. have the bullet but it's crimped closed and sometimes it'll have um a, a wax or a paper wadding in there and when that gunpowder explodes it causes you know heated up gas to yeah. fly out of the muzzle and if you're really close to it it can be super, super dangerous. I mean, well, that can... was the case. So, so you have multiple cases throughout the history yeah. of Hollywood. One in particular, keying off what you just said, Preston, 
There was an actor on a uh, sort of a kid sci-fi show years ago, John Eric Hexum. Yeah. And he was just playing around between oh breaks, held the gun up <gasps> with the blank in it to his head, and he- <clears throat> pulled the trigger. And and just the, 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 the percussion of, of yep. that discharge yep. broke his skull, oh my and he died. Yeah, it sent uh, bone fragments into yep. his brain. So what is there something that's c- coming out of it, or no? It can. Just the pressure. Just the pressure. It's the heated up gas. Uh, and there may be a piece of paper Wadding, or a yeah. piece of wax, but that is not enough to actually, you know, penetrate your skin or anything. Yeah. Like, but just that that pressure, that pressure wave, that actual gas pushing the air uh, causes a, like Steve said, a percussive reaction, yeah. and boom, wow. and it's strong enough to to kill you. In the case of Brandon Lee, when he was filming yeah. The Crow, Bruce Lee's son, there was some sort of something, a piece of metal or something that was in, yeah, yeah. That, that just shot out, and that was across uh, a couple of yards. Yep. It actually hit him in the chest and killed him. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's tragic. And and in that case of John Eric Hexham, Steve, he had, uh, I was reading more detail about it, he was... There, there was a delay in filming, yeah. and he did something really, really stupid. He put he put one cartridge in, there yeah. were blanks, and he spun it. It was a forty four. He spun the 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 uh, um uh, oh man, I'm losing the barrel. Uh, yeah, but I forgot what the uh, it's not the barrel, but anyhow, uh, the, yeah. he, he spins it and and pulled it up to his head like he's playing like Steve said, playing Russian yeah. roulette. Pulled it and boom, man. I mean, just and and it's uh, it's not a toy. No, yeah, uh, you know, and I was uh, uh, so Nick Murphy can can uh, you know uh, I'm, I'm sure uh, uh, illuminate us more on this, but now I think the predominant thing that they're doing is they're employing CGI for sure. muscle flash yeah. and all that stuff. So because it's much safer, you know. Yeah. So uh, anyhow, there's going to be more on that uh, coming out down the road uh, in the next couple of days, I'm sure. All right, we're going to move on to some other stories. I do have a lot to get to and not a whole lot of time to do it. Uh, Dave Chappelle is open to having a conversation with the members of the LGBTQ plus community that feel as though they've been harmed by his jokes. Uh, His rep tells TMZ that he would be open to dialogue with the folks at Netflix if someone would actually reach out to him for a discussion, which I don't think that's happened. No. Uh, Dave's camp told the outlet, uh, Dave stands by his art. No more jokes about transgenders until we can all laugh together. Uh, the streets are talking and Dave is listening. At some point, when everyone is open, I'm sure the communities will come together. Uh, John Stewart recently defended his friend uh, interview uh, in an interview with uh, TMZ uh, when he asked about his take on the issues between Chappelle and the Netflix employees who staged a walkout on Wednesday. Stewart said, I know his intention is never hurtful. He is not that kind of person. So maybe they can get together and talk. Uh, I like this story. Halle Berry. Once told X-Men director Brian Singer to kiss her black ass. <laughs> According to Page Six, co-star Alan Cumming wrote in his upcoming book, Baggage, Tales from a Fully Packed Life, Barry Cummings and the rest of the cast actually staged an intervention for Singer who was using painkillers at the time. I didn't know this. Man, oh, I think Brian Singer's a really good director, but there is so much going on there. Yeah. So Singer responded to the intervention by telling the cast, you people are full of effing S. <laughs> and he added that none of us had ever made a decent film and we were lucky to be working with him. And Halle Berry responded by saying, I've heard enough. You can kiss my black ass. Good for her. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but I mean, listen, it's natural for someone at an intervention yeah, yeah. to say over the top, really uh, pointed things yes, like that. Right. I, it's I went to the John Mulaney show and he spoke specifically at length about his intervention. 
and the things that he said to his really close friends right. that were just... And he was still high. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he was, yeah, he was yeah. And, and he's like, he's like, look, I'm telling you from the perspective of what I was experiencing right. at the time, this was my mindset. Yeah. And he was just firing away at him. And it's what happens. But she wasn't having no, it. No, no. Oh, and I totally <clears throat> get it, man. Uh, Casey. Yes. You'll find this very interesting. Corey Feldman okay. is auctioning, auctioning off the prosthetic ear no that he wore in the film Stand By Whoa. Me. Uh, All right. How much does he want? It's, he's selling it as a hybrid NFT, a non-fungible token. Okay. One of those things. So does well, that, that mean sucks. you can like, go to the store and like you know use the, the ear? Right. It's currency. Uh, it comes with the, I think, the original pressing of Midnight Flowers Bloom case. That, uh, that yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, beautiful song. I mean, that we, he wrote. we got an exclusive we on did, our we show. Did, about yeah, them. he's such an artist. The auction launches on October 31st and closes on November 3rd on Cosmic Wire. The winner <laughs> will receive the prosthetic ear that Feldman used to portray Teddy Duchamp. It's wild. In the 1986 uh, Stephen King film. Every time Corey Feldman is mentioned, I have to go and look at that video of him on the Today Show doing oh, that Kitty Kitty song. Mm-hmm. Horrible! Oh my God! And and you could you could even hear the people on the crew of the Today Show like, <gasps> oh my God. it's just <laughs> what are we watching? Yep. Uh, let's see here. Khloe Kardashian revealed to Ellen DeGeneres yesterday that her daughter wants her to dress as Pua the pig. She <laughs> says, "Mommy, dress like Pua the pig." <laughs> <laughs> Is um, dress like a pig, mommy. <laughs> right? Oh, I mean, listen, it's a cute little cartoon character. I'm sure yeah. she didn't mean it the way Steve means it. <laughs> does Does her daughter have trouble recognizing her in the morning? <laughs> uh, True. Who are you? She said True is going to be Moana, and she wants me to be Poor the Pig. Uh, so it's a little shady of her, but that's yeah. okay. She said, I will be Pua for true. Are you guys familiar with this um, series? No. No, oh, I Moana? mean. Moana, the movie, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's oh, directly po- Moana. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I don't it, know yeah. Pig, though. I mean, I, there, Is there's Pua a, in Moana? I know I the know. chicken. I think there's a series. Isn't there a Moana series? Not sure. If there is, that's probably where it's yeah. from. Because I, d- I definitely remember the rooster. Yeah. I don't remember the pig. It's, so. I mean, listen, I get maybe she should be grateful that she didn't ask her to play. Uh, the Rocks character, or whatever, you know, <laughs> right, yeah, uh, the gigantic. Uh, yeah, you're too big. Yeah. Oh, Pooh was in the movie. Oh, okay. yeah, you're, you're right. Oh, okay. I only yeah, saw yeah, it yeah, once. Yeah, yeah. I only saw Moana. I liked it. I didn't think it was like you know top tier. It was cute. Yeah, yeah the yeah. guy who plays King George on the um, in not King George, Jesus, George Washington in okay. Hamilton. Yes, um, he played Pooh the Pig. No, well, he's in Moana. Oh. I love that guy's voice. <laughs> I love that guy's voice. Let me tell you what, ladies, if you have any trouble when you get out of the shower, wrap a towel around your midsection and keep your lady parts in. I love you, guys. love that guy's voice. I love his voice so much. It's my favorite song in the whole musical. Um, I want to marry you. I want to marry you. But... There's not enough of his voice out there, sampling-wise. And so, like, he's on a little bit of the soundtrack, but not enough. That guy. So, that, that guy. Oh, oh my Saw God. Hamilton oh, my last God. die for. <laughs> Saw Hamilton last night at yeah. the uh, Academy of Music. Marissa was there as well. It was amazing. Uh, that guy was not there. <laughs> and I don't know that guy's name. I wish I did. He's a fantastic singer. Uh, who did he play in the... Uh, the uh, I think he's the dad... I think uh, he is her father. So is it Chris Jackson in the movie case? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, Chief Tui in uh, Moana. Okay. Chris Jackson is his name? Chris Jackson, yes. What a talent. Amazing singer. All right. I have other stories. 
Uh, we're going to go. Okay. This one you're going to love. Hmm. Not really. <laughs> okay. Kristen Bell revealed during the latest episode of Mom's Planning that Dax Shepard sucked out a clogged milk duct for her back in 2018. Oh, okay. Are you kidding yeah. me? What, you had to take your headphones off and step back well, a minute? When what you said sucked out, I was thinking boogers or something. No, gro- no this, that's, no, a, that's a great husband. Boogers my yeah. complete kryptonite. Yeah. A, a, a milky thing. Listen, would I do it for my wife? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. But it's still disgusting. Uh, she recalled saying to him, I just need you to suck this out. Uh, we could talk about it. We could be weird about it, or you could just go ahead and nurse. She said that mm-hmm. she and she said she's never been more in love with uh, in her life than she was watching him pull out the clog. <laughs> Let me suck that clog out. For you know, you. It, but it, it speaks to this is forty when Paul runs oh, up yeah. on the bed with the mirror. Can you take? A, you, yeah. That's what happens, and I will do anything for my wife. That's. And we all will, you know. That's, there are that's things what you, you do. have to do. Yes. But when you started to say sucked out, I was thinking because sometimes when you have like newborns and they got a stuffy nose, they have these little. Oh yeah. Um, well, I told you, basters. my my a former GM at one of the radio stations I worked at was. Oh, Steve, it, don't tell it. Don't. Yeah. Okay. Let's just Casey, say he, Casey, he did it all the time. Literally <laughs> took his headphones off and scooted his chair back while I was saying that. Mm. Well, so I asked it's my not. I asked my brother on I was at his house on Wednesday. He just him and his wife just had twins, yeah. and I was like. Did you taste her breast milk yet? And he looked at me like I was insane. <laughs> he was like, no. I go, oh, you will by, by the time she's done breastfeeding. He's like, no, I won't. And I told him about I told him about you guys oh, yeah. uh, tasting Leanne D'Amico's breast milk. And yeah, he yeah. was like horrified. Yep. I didn't. All right. This is uh, this is great. Uh, Mythic Quest has been renewed for two more seasons at Apple TV+. Plus. We have some audio that we're going to play because Rob McElhenney revealed the news on social media. And it's a video uh, featuring season two guest star Anthony Hopkins. Uh, and also there's another little arrival of somebody else. And I have Marissa grab the audio, but he's uh, FaceTiming Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. And it's hilarious. So uh, here's the audio from that. Pick up, pick up. Oh, hey, Tony. Hello. <laughs> hey, great news, man. I just wanted to tell you that Mythic Quest got picked up for two more seasons. That's three and four. Wow, that's wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah, great. What, what is that exactly? <laughs> uh, Mythic Quest. Oh, it's a it's a show on Apple TV+. Plus. You were in an episode in season two. In fact, you got nominated for an Emmy. Did I win? Uh, no. Did I win? <laughs> well, you know, huh, we didn't get into this business to win a bunch of Emmys, did we? Um, Rob, yeah, it's, uh, Rob is yeah, my... Plus, I've already have uh, two Emmys. I can't remember when I got those a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and um, two Oscars. Yeah, double whammy Oscar. Uh, like the two new seasons of Mr. Quest. <laughs> Mythic Quest. Mr. Quest. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Not a big deal. Anyway, um, Tony, just wondering if maybe you <laughs> might want to... I'm sorry I'm to interrupt. I, I'm, I'm getting another call from someone. I don't know who it is. All right, and he goes, in, and it's it's Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Thank you, Ron, oh, very oh, much. Oh, but just to clarify, my name is not Ron. My name is Rob. Hey, Jason. Oh, one second, T-Hops. Hey, big congratulations on the big win. Oh, boy. You're going to give me a big head, Tony. When are you going to let me come on the show? Because I could be Keely's new boyfriend. Oh, I'd love that. We definitely want to have you audition. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the end of it. That's great. Oh, my God, that's great. You know, Sudeikis is, uh, is hosting SNL this weekend. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe we know Rob. I can't believe we have known Rob all these years. And when I see him 
hobnobbing with guys like Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I was telling Casey this morning. I'm like, dude, we're, we're one step away from that. <laughs> well, it's I, a big step, though. It's a big there. one, but it's still a step, I know. Man. Well, and we've known him since 2005, yeah. which is really cool, but I have to follow up with him on something today, and... Uh. I have to follow up after he's just had conversations with Anthony Hopkins and done this video with Sudeikis. Maybe he'll do a delightful video with you, Mike. Yeah, right? You know what? We can mention uh, what's going on with him because it's it's already the the establishment that is putting on this event has already put it in their... their, uh, I guess their press release, but uh, or maybe it's not in the press release, but... Uh, next week, we, uh, the President Steve Show, which you may have heard, we're being inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame, and uh, inducting us in at the ceremonies will be Rob and the cast of It's Always Sunny. It's so awesome. it's pretty amazing. We're we're pretty excited about that. They're gonna they're gonna film something for us. Well, and what I was gonna say, you said it's so cool that we know him. What's even better is. He knows us. Like, know. they know us. They know us by name. I if know. I saw them on the street, they'd be like, hey, Kathy. I know. It's weird. <laughs> I was, it's weird. Yeah. I was, yeah, it's awesome. But they, they're legit. I was reading that. So I've been reading that Cassandra Peterson book, uh, you know, President Elvira, and mm-hmm. she talks, there's a couple of times where she strikes up a friendship with a celebrity, and when she sees the celebrity in another scenario, she goes, I know him. Follow, like, her friends, <laughs> follow me. And she'll go up, and the celebrity will act like they don't know her. And it's like... We've never had that with Rob, though he's, he's in a position right now where they all are to completely dismiss I know, us. Let's hope. <laughs> but they're hanging on, thankfully. Yep. yep. So uh, that's cool. Uh, two, two more seasons. That's huge for Rob. And of course, a creative and funny way to announce that. He's just the best at it. Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne will be the subject of an upcoming feature film. Variety reports that Oscar nominee Lee Hall is scripting the project, and Sharon told the outlet, our relationship at times was often wild, insane, and dangerous, but it was our undying love that kept us together. We're thrilled to partner with Sony Pictures and Polygram to bring our story to the screen. I think it's going to be cool. I think Jason Momoa is going to do a good job as Ozzy. As Ozzy, <laughs> nice. I think that Halle Berry is going to do a great job as Sharon. I can't wait to see those two in that. Uh, Cynthia Nixon will direct an upcoming episode of the Sex in the City revival, and just like that... Uh, she revealed the news on Instagram yesterday, writing, It's been a complete dream to work with my beloved co-stars and crew in this new role. I have truly never felt so supported in my life. And don't worry, Miranda is still going to be in the episode. It was surreal to do both at once. I, I wasn't worried. <laughs> I didn't know that they were still filming this. I thought it was all shot and done and they were just going to roll it all out. But I guess there's new episodes that are still coming. Nick, yeah. I saw a shot of, I guess it was a fireman on the set, that they're doing this thing with his hunky fireman's carrying... Uh, um, Oh, I can't believe I forgot her name. Uh, the, the lead actress. Uh, Sarah, Jessica Jessica Parker. Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw up the steps, and it looks like he is like a, a Bayada nurse. <laughs> <laughs> it really looks bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, let's see. One more thing. What was I going to mention? Hang on here. All right. Um, Pitch Perfect star Rebel Wilson has lost more than 60 pounds since uh, committing to changing her eating and exercise habits. Speaking to Australia's Daily Telegraph, uh, she said that she gets more press than ever now. She said, in 2019, I had like four movies come out. Two, which I also produced, and one, Jojo Rabbit, in which she starred, was uh, got nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture, she said. But the attention has all been when I do nothing except to lose weight. Uh, she said, people are so obsessed with it. Uh, but I get it. She said Oprah is one of my heroes, and she certainly struggled with eating issues, and I would always watch her episodes when she spoke out about that. Uh, she also admitted that uh, the shift has been strange because uh, she grew up not really, quote, trading on my look. 
Like, you she looks great, man. You know, it's wild. The the transformation with Adele. That's oh I mean, God. that's like yeah. she looks like a like a, a, a screen siren now. From where and she was her whole persona initially was an every woman, right? Yeah. yeah. She looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I actually I had one more thing. Uh, I meant to get to this. Uh, despite the many saints of Newark's uh dismiss or dismal uh, box office performance, it had a four point six million dollar opening and generally being panned by critics and longtime Sopranos fans, HBO apparently ended up getting what it wanted anyway. The film led to more streaming of the original series, giving it a new life. <laughs> Uh, the uh, Warner Brothers CEO, Ann Saranoff, said, we're thrilled with the results of Many Saints. Yes, the box office was not quite as big, but back again to the demographics of who's going to theaters. On the other hand, you see Sopranos pop into the top ten of the most viewed series on the service. It's given it an entirely new life. And they can make a series out of it. If they and want. that's what they're talking yeah. about. So, yeah. Uh, they uh, thanks to that boost, uh, they uh, what was originally planned as a sequel to the prequel may become an entire series. I can't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. it makes the most sense. Yeah, and mine it. You know, would you go to see this movie if you weren't aware, at least had watched a bit of The Sopranos? I don't. I, I think it's probably not likely. Uh, so this comes just as creator David Chase signs a massive five-year deal with Warner Media, which covers film and TV across HBO, HBO Max, and Warner Brothers Pictures Group. Uh, and they said that uh, we are talking to David about a new series, uh, Sopranos, related on HBO Max. Could they marry both Sex in the City and The Sopranos together? Oh, the Sopranos in the City? Wouldn't that be great? And you could have uh, Gandolfini's son on his bed with his MacBook. Um Doing many, the voiceover? Many Saints literally lifted the Sopranos franchise in a new way, so you can't measure it in and of itself at the box office. So, yeah, that's what they're going to do. So they're going to go for that. All right, uh, we have new movies opening on a Friday. All right, we'll begin with uh, the film Dune, opening today. Uh, it's an adventure in sci-fi film. Stars, stars Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca, Fer- Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, and many others. Uh, the plot is, Paul Atreides, a brilliant and gifted young man born into a great destiny beyond his understanding, must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people. As malevolent forces explode into conflict over the planet's exclusive supply of the most precious resource in existence, only those who can conquer their own fear will survive. Two hours, 35 minutes long. It is rated PG-13. It's wide release in theaters and also streaming today on HBO Max. Rotten Tomatoes score, 84%. All right. Happy you going to watch it? Nice. Oh, yeah. Over the weekend? Okay. For sure. I may watch it a couple times. You never know if it's really good. Um, number two on the list is Ron's Gone Wrong. Uh, animated comedy starring Zach Galifianakis, Olivia Coleman, and Jack Dylan Grazer. I, I want to see this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the plot is uh, the story of Barney, a socially awkward middle schooler, and Ron, his new walking, talking, digitally connected device, which is supposed to be his best friend out of the box. Ron's hilarious malfunctions set against the backdrop of the social media age launch them into an action-packed journey in which boy and robot come to terms with the wonderful messiness of true friendship. Uh, hour and 47 minutes long. It's rated pg and it's in wide release uh, theaters, and Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 80%. All right. There you go. Right. There's a couple of good scores there. All right, now we're ready for clips. Clips! 
David. Uh, life is just one annoyance after the other, and it <laughs> keeps getting worse in the newest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. In this clip, Larry talks about filming through the pandemic. Uh, I, I'm proud of the fact that nobody really complained about having to wear that mask all day. You know, it's no picnic, and to do it all day while you're working and lifting everything, uh, yeah, I give them a lot of credit. I didn't hear one word of complaint from anyone. Shut the f*** up! <laughs> Season 11 of, <laughs> of Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> Premieres on HBO Max. It's Sunny. That's him, right? That's there. him, yeah, yeah. Screaming that. <laughs> All right, next clip. All right, the 2021 version of Dune uh, combines the best parts of the book and the original movie to create an epic science fiction flick. And in this clip, Oscar Isaac talks about the differences between uh, the character. Here we go. Well, it's a, it's a bit of both because we're not doing literally the book. It's a, it's a mixture of all those things. Then I get to it and then I read those drafts of the script. I go back to the book. I talk to Denis. I say what I like about this. Okay, this is the structure that we're doing it. Okay, so that that from the book is not there, but that really moved me in this way. <laughs> uh, Dune, like we said, is in theaters and uh, streaming today. And there you go. Your entertainment report for this Friday morning. The President and Steve Show. We have a lot happening today. We're going to have Gina Shock of the Go-Go's on. We have Paula Abdul Paula on. Abdul. She's going to be in town this weekend, yeah. actually. And we also have uh, Brian Pussain, uh, who's performing at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow. Brian's always great to talk to. So we have those things. And, of course, Money Clips. Today's last day. This is it. All right, your $500 opportunities start at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. with us. Do not miss them because we're going to be done with it for a while and you never know when it comes back up. We don't want you to miss out on the chance to grab some extra cash this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second and uh, sun's coming up. we got a Friday morning laid out before us. We'll share it together. Stay with us. At WMMR, we are so very happy for our morning hosts, Preston and Steve, upon their induction next week into the Radio Hall of Fame. What the f***? Thanks in large part to you and your loyal support. That was awesome! So celebrate with us during our Hall of Fame weekend as we flip through the pages of the Preston and Steve Show scrapbook. Stop thinking of clowns! And you know, with these guys, there's no coattail riding or laurel resting. Right now, they're preparing for Camp Out for Hunger. Oh, God, I love you. Thank you, Hall of Famers Preston and Steve, for all you do every day. You make every morning here so much brighter. <laughs> Thank you. On 93.3 WMMR. Everything yeah. that rocks. A couple things real quick. Um, uh, they did this, uh, uh, the wonderful promotions department here at MMR, but if, if you are interested in a very obscure... Preston and Steve T-shirt. We now have available in the MMR Rock Shop, Rock Shop the Carpe Banana T-shirt. Carpe Banana. Yes. Seize the banana. Seize the banana. I, I don't even remember why we brought that up. Had to do with a banana. And K- Oh, I got it. Casey uh, in, in was instructing us on the way to properly purchase your bananas to make sure that they are ripened. At this, at the optimum time. And correct me if I'm wrong. He uh, posited that Wednesday would be the perfect day of a banana purchased on Monday. Right? Well, I, I purchased my bananas on Sunday, and Nick had actually asked me, and I said, "Yeah, I think probably Wednesday is that sweet spot." Yes, um, when, when they taste the best. And sure enough, I, I paid close attention to every <laughs> single banana I ate this week. Me Wednesday too. was was the best. Mine was overdone today. Way overdone. Uh, Mine surprisingly was was okay today. Okay, it was, it was edible. It was fine. I, I just. I, on you know the peel or whatever, but I was I was okay. You do or don't like the brown on the peel? I 
So it shouldn't bother me, but it does. Okay. Right. You know, I, it, the, Have you the only thing, <laughs> No. The only thing it affects really is the texture. The taste is, you know, kind of the same or whatever. There, there is an absolute sweet spot yeah. on a oh, banana, yeah. and I, I, if it starts to brown out, I'm, I'm uh, not I down did, with it. I followed Casey's advice. I bought my bananas over the weekend, uh, and uh, so I bought mine on uh, Sunday, though. And uh, so this is day four, day five yeah. of my purchase. I think it's one day too late. I think it'll, it'll be good. Can you open up that bad boy exactly. now? And you have look to look at your peel compared to my peel. Yeah. Well, you know what? Sometimes Disgusting. like his it, doesn't look the same as mine. Sometimes when you put it in the fridge or Mine's have it next to cold stuff, it uh, it changes the outside. Wait, By the you way, put your banana in the fridge. Oh, well, my no, God, no, no, I like love it, bananas in the fridge. I don't love bananas in the fridge, uh, but I had other things <laughs> in the fridge in this bag, and I put those things next to the banana. Anyway, you, we have a T-shirt. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carpe banana. Yeah, right. Do you remember there was a thing, and it used to be I, I, they would sell it. For kids, I remember I wanted one when I was a kid, but it, it was a uh, you would make like banana popsicles, yeah, 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 yeah. It was really good, uh, yeah. And you could, chocolate, uh, you yeah, can do chocolate covered bananas and, and put them Walnuts. in the freezer in case you had a mouthful. <laughs> um, so, anyhow, there's a shirt called Car- Carpe Banana and it's got our logo <laughs> on it as well. It's actually a cool looking shirt, it is. Uh, so seize the banana, it's available <laughs> in both men's and ladies' sizes, <laughs> and you can find it at the rock shop at uh, WMMR.com, by the way. Steve, it's good, but it, it's one day past, right. past green. Yeah, right. sometimes yeah. the texture gets a little softer, and I, I'm telling you, I get the, it almost tastes gassy in my mouth, like it, as you eat it, you know, as these as these things start to deteriorate, they yeah. release these gases, yeah. and I kind of get that sensation when I'm eating... Gassy banana. A gassy banana. Ooh, gassy banana. There you go. <laughs> gassy. There's gassy our next banana. t-shirt. Write that down. That'll be available in the rock shop as a full-length gown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I would like to uh, mention something real quick. I, um, so uh, I mentioned this, uh, uh, Honor that we're getting. We're being inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame next week. Uh, the Preston and Steve show is, and we're you know beyond flattered and honored yes. by that. And to, I want to thank our programming department at MMR, Bill Weston and Company, because I am so tickled that they are doing a Preston and Steve weekend on MMR. I'm, I was, I don't know why I feel so honored you by are that. De- this is definitely uh, catching you in the sweet spot. I, it yeah. really is. I'm like, you're doing a whole weekend for us? <laughs> I did, when I first heard it, I was like, that's that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, like, they'll it's do, fun. you know, Metallica or U2 or, you know, yeah, and they yeah. do these big things on, on, on the weekend program that we, we have nothing to do with that. That's, that's our programming department, and they're doing a Preston and Steve <laughs> Hall of Fame weekend. And when Bill mentioned that to us a couple weeks ago in our meeting, I was like, oh. You looked at him in a different... Have you been having <laughs> dreams about Bill? No. Just lean back. <laughs> this is going to feel good. Be tender. But I, I, I want to thank them. I, yeah. I, that's, um, that's very, very special. I mean, and they've done things... I, I would assume they've done stuff for like Pierre's big of course, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. anniversaries and so on, right? right? Yeah. By the way, it's his uh, 40th later this I know, year. Which I know. Which is amazing. Wow. It's incredible. So... I just want to say thank you. For no, that. and that's genuine. It, it, it is very nice. Uh, but uh, listen, from day one when we got to MMR, the uh, the support has been awesome, and uh, and here we are. Yeah. So uh, next week we're actually going to Chicago. Believe it or not, we're going to miss a couple of days of work because of that. But oh, we okay. we are going to Chicago. Chicago! Yeah. Chicago. <laughs> our uh, executives of the uh, you know the the absolute top top executives of our company are going to be there with us, and uh, we will. 
uh, will be accepting an award. Yes. Which is, uh, a really cool thing. And as we were saying earlier, Rob McElhenney and the cast of It's Always Sunny inducting us into the Radio Hall of Fame. Wait, are we required to give long speeches or anything? Or three just, minutes. Three uh, minutes? Per person, you okay. and I. So oh, I, wait, I have to write have a speech. you have to give a three-minute speech? You don't have to. Yeah. You have three minutes. Yeah. And I'm so it. sure you're just learning about this, Steve. I, I am. But uh, I'll, I'm going to keep it lean and mean because, you know, everyone's heard speeches before. Maybe you might have, maybe you want to say more? You can, you I've, I'm going to, I'm going to write a speech. Okay. I'm yeah. actually going to write a full length yeah. speech. This will be the only time I probably ever do that because <laughs> this is, yeah, this is the biggest yeah. recognition in our industry. So right. I, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I'm, I'm happy about this. I, we can I'm talk excited. about it off air, but I have a few suggestions. I mean, first start thanking okay. me, okay. you know what I mean? <laughs> but, start. Right. But no other thing. No, but some other things when I did um, my commencement speech out at Westchester, um, just some tips that they gave me, uh, I like to pass on to you because right. um, I, yeah, we'll talk about okay. it off air. My mom's going to be there, so well, you, know, you, you want to put do, on a good um, show. Yeah, I want to put on a good then show. Then I'll talk to your mom when I'm giving my speech. How's she doing? <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, something interesting uh, that Kathy brought to our attention this morning uh, concerning phones and text messages, and I've never seen this before. Now, every now and then I'll get, you know, like a spam text or call yeah. that comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, how the hell did that happen? And you can pretty much tell yeah. that it's that it's garbage. Um, but you got a really weird one that I've never heard of before. I know. I've never heard of this either. So last night I was texting with uh, my best friend, Elisa. We were going back and forth a few times, and then there was like a lull in the conversation. We were done. And all of a sudden I get a text from her that says, yo. <laughs> now, I've known her since I was 15 years old, and that is not something she would text me. So <laughs> I thought maybe her daughter has her phone right. or, you know, whatever. Yo. So, so yo. I call her. And she was busy. She couldn't answer. And she ends up texting me maybe like an hour later. Hey, sorry, couldn't answer. Is everything okay? Because I called her three times. And so I said, why did you text me yo? And she said, I didn't. And so I sent her the screenshot. And uh, you can see it in the text chain on my phone. However, she sent me a screenshot of hers. It is not in the text chain on her phone. We already ruled out other Apple products. She doesn't have a watch. She doesn't even have a a MacBook or or an an iPad. Yeah, or an iPad or Apple computer. Anybody else in the house who has uh, an Apple product has their own account. There's no shared account or anything like that. So it's not that. It's not coming from another device. Uh, And then overnight, so we're we're trying to figure it out last night. It gets late. I go to bed. Overnight at 11 p.m., I get another message that says who is this and then at 108 a.m i get a question mark that obviously was not her i sent her the screenshots this morning same thing it's not in her text chain but it's in mine that's the weird part so this is coming from an already existing text chain between you and your best friend this you are seeing it on your side she is not seeing it on her side of the conversation but it's it's the fact that it's sitting in the text chain yeah that that is a you know that at all. That's very weird. Yeah. I will get I will get texts from companies that have obviously gotten my um you know, hey, uh uh Carpet City has a great sale going yeah. out of these weird things that I okay, I delete. If anybody's seen this happening, give yeah. us a call. I want to hear about this. I want to see because this is a very anomalous. And it's coming as an iMessage. It's coming in and oh. going out as blue. So when I respond, I responded to that initial yo text. Yeah. It went out as blue, as an iMessage, and she never received it. Okay, so it's another Apple product. It's, that's, when it's blue, it. that indicates that it is also an Apple product, right? right? 
Wow. So, but you think maybe somebody did get it? Somebody who's intercepting the... Well, they never responded back because she then picked up her phone and and called, you know, so I... Or or maybe, I don't know, she took control of her account. Again, I don't, like, I don't know what's happening. So I I have, I never click on a link, but I will get links that come through my checks that are not, I don't recognize, and um, that's fairly frequently, but to have this inserted... In your right? actual exchange, seems pretty weird. So weird. I got a I got an alert on my phone day before yesterday that said uh, someone is trying to access your account. We recommend changing oh, your password. Man. And it was it was from Apple. Like it like I didn't have an app open. It mm-hmm. just popped up on the screen. And I'm like, okay, that's legit. So I and I'm always I'm always hesitant to touch, to do these things. So I went in and I changed my Apple ID password. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then. It's such a pain. Then, no, uh, it no, is. No, this is the best part, though. And then I get another message. Uh, yo. And I took a... <laughs> yo. yo. It's Elisa. I took a photo of it. Why, it. why Kathy being a bitch? And then it says, your Apple ID and phone number are now being used for iMessage and FaceTime on a new Mac. If yes. you recently signed on to, and it's got the name of my, my MacBook, uh-huh. you, can't, you can ignore this notification. Well, I hadn't, so... I don't well, know what yeah, the hell you do. your password you... and it, it's just re-upping your accounts. Like if it is your iPad or your, your MacBook, it, it's just because you changed the password, you're now yeah. logging into that so, as well. So, she's right. So I just got, every time I get a new device, it, every time I log on the other devices that I have, it'll say a new device is logged on to your uh, your iCloud, uh, your account, um, and then you can accept. It's just your or, other yeah. devices, right. okay. Because but, you changed the password. But, but here's the deal: so I changed the password, and I had to I had to use that password to get back into my phone. Yeah. All right. So it made me do that. But then uh, I don't even know what the Apple ID really is. <laughs> like, so when it when I sign on to my my laptop, like the 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 password that comes up, you know, if I restart it and you have to put uh-huh. your password. That's I guess that's not my Apple ID because no. that's totally different. So that's that. that's to, that's administration of the system. Right. Like if you're if you're adding an app, you're allowing something to uh, okay. to happen on the computer, okay. and then everything else is your iCloud um, account. I didn't. That's want to like your email and your to. your your password associated with your Apple products. Okay. Did you guys get the uh, email from Bill Weston nope. who said, uh, "Hey, if you got uh, this weird email for me, don't don't respond to yes. it." Yes. So I was in his office because I had already responded to an email from him, uh, and I was like, "What was the email about?" And and thankfully, it wasn't the email that he was talking about. The, did you get? So there was this phishing scam, right? Uh, right. That oh, it was company wide, right? Well, so it, apparently, it was brought to his attention by Debella. Who just saw it? Debella's email, <laughs> yeah, the email, uh, and he saw it. So, if you if you're not paying close attention, yeah. these things just look. And so, the email I, basically said, "I need to see you about a private matter, or I need to talk to you about a private matter." Yo. Blah blah blah. You know, yo, yo, yo. Uh, you know, click on you know this. You know, please, please respond. And then the you know when you hit reply, like this other page comes up. Yeah, and, no, and then then you're in. It's too late. All right, let me let me go to these calls. Uh, that are uh, commenting on Kathy's weird text issue here. I'm going to go so to Jason. Weird. Hi, Jason. Good morning. Big brown Guatemala nipple. <laughs> we got him over here, man. <laughs> What's up, buddy? What's going on, fellas? Yeah. Uh, so did you have this happen, the same thing, where, where this mystery text started coming up um, in an already existing text chain? Oh, my God, you have no idea the okay. problem this caused between me and my wife. Oh, uh, wow. yes. So, 
So we're texting in the morning like, hey, good morning, I love you, all this. And all of a sudden, she's like, she sends me a text like, WTF with a question mark and exclamation point. That's exactly what I did. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm like, and so I send a question mark back, and she's like, so who are you sending pictures to, and you don't think you can spend time with them anymore because of work and this and that? And I'm like, what are are you actually talking about right now? I was like, I have no idea. Oh, my God. So Uh similar to Cassie's thing, she sends me a screenshot. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I did not text this. Like, that wasn't me. She was like, it's your name. It's your number. Like, it just came in between our conversation. I'm like, babe. I did not, like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, she knows I'm not that type of guy. Jason, did and, you did you screenshot your uh, setup? Yeah, and I okay. screenshotted mine, and she was like, oh, you could have deleted those. <laughs> oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Wow. And so to prove to her, I had to call Sprint hmm. and go file like this complaint and they had to send it to a whole other department and they had to research it Mm. and they looked up like the times my texts were sent and they were like yeah like say i sent it at 806 and 807 and then the next text was like 809 well these random texts came through at like 808 809 and they're like yeah, they definitely did not come from your phone. All right, so once wow. that was established, was she cool with that? Yeah, but and I was like, listen, if you want, we'll take your phone to, like, the police station and file a report. And she was like, no, we don't have to go through all that because that's what Sprint told me. That was the only way to resolve the issue. Huh. Take your phone to a police station like to file and a put it in, a, in, like, somebody- a phone lineup? Because they they don't have the ability anymore to go into oh. like individual text for like legal purposes, I guess. Okay, like That's privacy. Crazy. And did anybody ever explain to you how that may have happened? I got to tell you, I I was so overjoyed when I heard that. You can send her this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, that, 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 that creates a bad situation. They're like, this has never happened in the history of text messages. They're like, calls will get crossed often, but texting, they were like, no, we've never seen this before. Well, here's the deal, Jason, is that you got like the, the WTF and, the, and, the, and the, uh, the, the whole response, and she's seeing it on her screen, and, and you're not seeing it on your screen. It's exactly what happened to Kathy. That is, I, I'm telling you, when I heard that, I was like, thank you. <laughs> The Lord above, like, that I'm not the only one. I was like, it's big, you know, my luck. I was like, yeah, of course I'm the only guy that just happened. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> totally. Jason, how long ago was it? Now about a year ago. Okay. okay. All right. But it was, it was so bizarre. I was like... So confused, and she's like, "Stop playing stupid! Just tell me who this." <laughs> oh, yes, uh, and yeah. you're, you're yeah. now you're falsely accused. You're like, "I didn't do anything. <laughs> I really am stupid." Like, what you... in God's name is going on? Like this is? I was like, 
Of course. Of course this is happening to me. Right. Right. You know what right. Preston's friend would do? Throw the phone into the water. Yeah, right? yeah that's that. what Steve, my buddy Steve would do. All right, Jason. Well, I'm glad it got resolved. Thanks. Yeah. And, you're, and you're not alone. It's not just Kathy. There's a number of texts and calls coming in of people okay. who've had the same thing happen. Oh. We're going to explore those a little bit. So make oh, sure you man. please play Thank this God. for your wife, all right? Yeah, all right, guys. Rock on. All right. See you, man. Uh, let me see here. I will go to... Yeah, let me go to Brian. This is really strange. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, Brian? So, two days ago, my wife was picking up my daughter uh, at school, and um, when my daughter got in the call, a text came through, you know, on the car screen, and it just said IDK. And the crazy thing was that it was from her her mother, um, but her mother had died three years ago. Wow. <gasps> the phone... The phone number has been disconnected for three years. Wow. That's a Twilight and, Zone well, episode. The, did, did, yeah, the, the device doesn't work. She got home and she was all freaked out. But they can you know, reassign to, numbers, right? They can, yeah. And, and the weird thing, too, is that it it popped up on her on the, on the uh, car. Uh, my daughter saw it, too, but it's not on her phone at all. Isn't IDK, I don't know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's like... God, if you're going to get a message from the other side, you hope it wouldn't be. I don't know where I am. There's clouds and angels. I'm scared. Okay, thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. I think that might just be a reassigned number of somebody. I don't know why they would... But but then why would they pick your number, the the daughter's number, to text? It's yeah, very yeah. Random. Just re- the odds of that happening are astonishingly low. Here's a text says, Kathy. This text thing happened to my stepmom. She didn't figure out exactly why that happened, uh, but said around the same time her email had been hacked. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She thought that might have been linked somehow. Yeah, a lot of people are texting in, Kathy, saying that your friend needs to change her Apple password and uh, check into her email because her email may have been hacked, and the email was what uh, was texting you. That that's what I keep telling her. I'm like, change your password for mm. everything. Like, yeah. who cares? Just go through everything and change the password. By the way, let me ask you about passwords. Do you guys ever? Use the quote unquote strong password that's like fifty characters. Occasionally, long. Yeah. I haven't done it, and I, and I realize I should. I probably should because passwords. You just click the I forgot my password thing, and I you know, get a new one. What a one. pain in the ass! It is a pain in the ass. It takes two seconds to change it. it, it take that. That so long. on my on the new Mac that I have, Preston, there is a a, a finger ID up in the upper right hand corner, uh, and uh, it, it's it's very helpful. I I, I would. I shied away from doing that, Preston, because those things were so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But the time it takes to change it is very short these days. Yeah, because I, you know, I, I, I have some uh, um, uh, passwords that I that I like at least that that stay within a realm of easy to remember. Yeah, Can you give us some. Though, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though they involve you know characters and numbers yeah, yeah. And, and letters and all that stuff, but. I'm, I'm so often I receive a text. It's like you know, all right, uh, this has been co- or there's a potential that this has been compromised. You should change it, and then I go, and then it gives you the strong password. And I'm like, oh man! Always be aware though that you you might see something with an Apple logo or a Microsoft oh, yeah. logo, and it can be 100 percent fake, yeah. and that that happens very often. I'm going to go to Ted, who works at Nerds to Go. There you go. Says he can help us out. Hey Ted, good morning. Hey guys, how are you? Good. All right, Ted, are you uh, you a tech? You work on this stuff? No, I'm the general manager over at Nerds to Go. I actually that? have as much IT experience as the nerds do. I uh, have to so that they can uh, narrow down information and find out uh, any of the problems that they, that I can fix. Okay. That they can. 
So Kathy, um, Kathy's receiving text messages within an already existing text chain from her friend. She sees it. Kathy sees it on her end. Her friend doesn't see it on her side. Have you heard of this before? Yes. We've, we've had a couple people come in, uh, older, younger, and the like, have this issue before. Okay. And it, it's always been two specific things. Both of which are fairly strange, but you would understand if you understand the phone industry. Um, one is is that her SIM card is being used by either a voice over IP number, which is rare, but it can happen because voice over IP, the technology is like really new. And you can get a free telephone number through anything, Google Voice. If you have a Google account, you can get yourself your own telephone number. Ted, by her, do you mean Kathy or her friend? Uh, her friend. All okay. right. So, okay. all right. So, so her Good, friend, her her friend <laughs> didn't get the phone or, phone or phone. It would be some random stranger. And then what would happen is, is that when the random stranger uses that telephone number to text people, there's what what they call leakage. Uh, the I have that. Start, there you go. So the text <laughs> messages start going to... Uh, other people in her contacts not realizing. All right, no, I'm kidding. So this is a person who might just be using this information. Uh, they've they've gotten it. They've hacked it somehow or another, and they're sending a message to someone else. But somehow or another, it's going this, through this her system. Data gets into uh, her contacts and randomly sends off to a number. Uh, exactly. Wow. The two, because the because the IMEI number, which is the which is the like unique signature that your phone uses. Is being used by two different sources, so so the company that the cell phone is connected to is getting really confused, hmm. and the messages are going everywhere. You you know you you think with all the potential for I mean the, the the amount of numbers, obviously the infinite amount of combinations and all that sort of stuff that, that the likelihood of things getting crossed like this would be nominal. But would you say, um, Ted, that it's maybe if it's not a a, a a huge issue, that it's certainly sizable? Um, I would say it's. Not crazy. Like I've been, I've been with the company for six months, so we've seen it three times. Oh, all right. So it's not, it's not crazy. And the 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 way to fix it is really simple. You go to uh to like an AT and T or a Verizon store, whoever that they have, whatever that your friend has for uh, cell phone service. Right. Tell them that. Tell them that you know you need to replace your SIM card. That's it. Okay. Uh, usually it's free, and then you know they do it. Mm, okay. Um, the. the the second issue, if it is the second issue, which is obviously a lot scarier, is exactly what calls and texts have been coming in, which is that uh, it's likely that your friend was hacked uh, and and the and the password was compromised. Now there are free websites to find out if, if her password was compromised. Uh, one of them is uh, uh, Have I Been Pwned? P W N E D. Have I been pwned? Yeah, and you can put your password into the screen, and it will tell you whether or not it's been leaked to uh, the dark web. Right. So that you know that you need to change those passwords. Have I been pwned? We'll we'll come come back to you. Well, then you're entering your password password. on on a website that you don't have an account with. Yeah, most most of us kind of understand that that website in general doesn't save information. It just keeps a list of hacks and keeps a list of all generalized passwords from any of those <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. But so, if you so, do put your password if you put your password into if you go to that website, you put your password in, but you're cha- you change it um on all of your devices, you should be okay, right? 
Yeah, you could also put your email in as well instead, and you can find out if your email was in the list. I accidentally okay. typed in, have I been pegged? And uh, oh, some wild you stuff know, came up. You would yeah, know if you yeah. were pegged. Uh, okay, so it's have I been PWMD with a question mark or no? Uh, no question mark. So okay. have I been pwned? So P W N E D D N E D. Okay. All yeah, right. Like pwned yeah. is like a, yeah. a goofy way of saying owned. Right. All right. Wow. That's um, that's interesting stuff. All right. Uh, thank you, Ted. We appreciate the assistance, man. Absolutely. Have fun, guys. All right, you, you know, we'll it's, it's wow. weird. I, I do everything right. Occasionally, I'll jump on the dark web to watch snuff films. Yeah. Really? Okay. But, uh, yeah. I, uh, but for the most part. For the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Every now uh, and then. You know? You gotta, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll get Kathy coming in with right. yo. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> so weird. It's I'd never heard of that. That's like a new level of yeah. hacking. Yeah. Oh, listen. If they can hack the Pentagon... Your iCloud account isn't going to be no. much of an issue. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I apologize to those we haven't gone to that have been on hold. Thank you guys uh, for, for hanging in there. But we have to take a break. we got to stay on time. This is the last day money. Uh, for the MMR money clips. But I think we all deserve a drink after that. So <laughs> I'm going to give away a case of beer from Iron Hill Brewery. Yeah. Have the uh, Philly favorite IPA. We'll take caller number 14 at 215-263-WMMR. The hazy beer features juicy tropical fruit and bold hop flavor. It's almost as intense as your passion for the home team. That sounds good. And it's available at Giuliano's (laughs) Deli, located at 2202 Mount Carmel Avenue in Glenside. So caller 14, we're going to set you up with that. Give us a call. When we come back, we'll get to Bizarre File Stories and the aforementioned MMR money clips. So hang tight. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. You want to win an autographed Eagles jersey, an ultimate tailgating package, 2022 Eagles season tickets, or just good old cash? You could win when you enter Acme Swoop In and Win Sweepstakes. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com for your chance to be the next big winner. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise we're not listening to you doing stuff that often. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to do it now. It's 8 o'clock. Here we go. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR money clip. (laughs) Now, here's your money clip keyword. All right, the word is luck. Hopefully it's on your side. L-U-C-K. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. Three ways for you to do it. Uh, You can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or to also be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest, and that person will get a call from Beasley. So make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So the word again is luck. Get it to us now. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre Final. 
All right, the Bizarre File this morning brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. All right, a great Florida man story for you, just standard for that state. Uh, But this guy was appearing for arraignment on a battery charge and was arrested yesterday after he struck a female victim... With the letter G that he removed from the courthouse sign. So he beat her with a G. At the courthouse. At the courthouse. Where he was already appearing for arraignment on a battery charge. Does he understand what the charge is? I don't think he knows a lot of anything. So the victim in the attack is the same woman that Jordan Thomas is accused of battering in the prior case. So he's beating the same woman he beat before. At the courthouse. With a G. With a letter G that he pulled from a courthouse sign. If you were to use a letter to attack someone with, which would you pick? A T, man. It's almost shaped like a hammer. I was going more like a P. It's it's, it's more blunt, but that, if you're going to do damage, T is the one. If you want to kill, if you want to come in for the kill, V. Oh, yeah. V, okay. You guys are totally discounting Z. Uh, that's a little wonky. I don't know. Like you said they could hook Nick, it into somebody's neck. Know. Nick, that's just crazy talk. <laughs> well, I'm a crazy man. We really thought through our letters where you were very cavalier. So Thomas was uh, scheduled to be arraigned yesterday on a misdemeanor charge stemming from an alleged battery last month uh, on uh, Shantaria Raleigh. A what 20, does battery mean? A 23-year-old. And uh, Thomas, who is an Amazon driver, was free oh. on $500 bond in the pending criminal case. Mm. Investigators say that uh, Thomas was inside the Indian River County Courthouse yesterday morning when he grabbed a signage letter oh my God. from the blackboard in the uh, in front of courtroom three and then threw it at Raleigh, striking her with the letter G. Uh, video from the security camera uh, validates the charge. In the incident, cops say it occurred while court was in recess. And Raleigh is described in the arrest report as the victim and witness in the original charge of battery. Nick, if a Z wasn't available, I, I would go with an N. Capital N. Yeah. You're, it's, you're, it's the same letter. It's on its side almost. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thomas was arrested for battery and violating the terms of his uh, pretrial release in the prior case, uh, which uh, included a condition that he leave that person alone, Raleigh. Uh, he's being held without bond right now in the county jail. With a J, Preston, you could pull up and uh, sort of uh, cheese curl. Yeah. yeah you All could right, do yeah. that. Like yeah. a crowbar. Yeah. Or you could kind of garret him from the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So enough this uh, letter assault. Conversation uh, in Florida. Another Florida story. A Waffle House employee called nine one one Monday night to report an attempted robbery. The suspect was unarmed and simply left after grabbing some napkins. Okay. Got him. But the thing is, Start up the car. He was unarmed, oh. but he was waving around his hands in a finger gun gesture. I don't know if that thing's loaded. Uh, Edward William Rodriguez was uh, the assailant based on video footage and witness descriptions. Uh, Rodriguez entered the Waffle House about 8 p.m. Witnesses described him as a white man wearing a gray hoodie, dark jeans, dark hat, and dark hair. Was report- and was reportedly accompanied by a small dog. <laughs> Rodriguez then began shouting, get on the ground, y'all are getting robbed. <laughs> he then stated that he was high and drunk before grabbing some napkins and walking out. Uh, he got into a vehicle and left the parking lot. Uh, he did not have a weapon, as I said, but he did raise his hands with his fingers in the shape of a gun. That okay. thing could have gone off. <laughs> Deputies located Rodriguez at his residence and placed him under arrest without incident after admitting to the charges of unarmed robbery and I assault. I just can't stop thinking about Waffle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. I love Play it again. And that's just the most 
Adorable? Yes. I just can't stop thinking about waffles. <laughs> <laughs> I think about waffles, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was driving him crazy. <laughs> All right, a man <laughs> threw a pumpkin at a woman's head after she parked in front of his family's home Wednesday afternoon in Pittsburgh's Bloomfield neighborhood. The woman was bleeding when an officer got there to investigate the incident. Uh, James Gazis admitted to throwing two pumpkins when he came out of his house after hearing his wife screaming outside. She was yelling about the car being parked in front of their house right. and claimed it almost hit her and her child which, based on city surveillance video, did not happen. Nah. The driver was still inside the car when Ghazis threw the pumpkins. The first one, a white pumpkin, hit the car near the windshield on the driver's side. The second one, a larger one, uh, went through the driver's window, hitting her in the head. Whoa. The driver told police that she parked a few doors down from her son's home where she was going to pick up her grandchild. Nah. And that's when Ghazi's wife started yelling because the car was parked in front of their home. She just didn't like the fact that the car was parked I, I, in front I of their home. I just want to pick up my grandchild, please. The driver's son confronted Ghazi's after Ghazi's threw the pumpkins at his mother and the two men got into a fist fight. Yo! Ghazi's was arrested <laughs> and charged with aggravated assault. Being a granny? I don't know. I've never thought of using a pumpkin as a defensive weapon, but then again, I never thought of using the letter G as a weapon. Right. All right, and then one last story. Uh, yeah, this is pretty wild. This is in California. It was a nightmare for it was a nightmare scenario uh, for a group of friends on a recent vacation to wine country. The group, which rented a home on Verbo, woke up to their van's tires slashed Whoa. and threatening messages spray-painted on the garage. They quickly realized that they were caught in the middle of a contentious neighborhood debate over short-term rentals. Oh, oh man. Alana Harrison, who is from Candace, said that her friend had booked their group of 11 people in a uh, short-term rental in the neighborhood of Fairfield. On their third day there, they woke up and found a threatening message spray-painted on the garage. It said, this is your final warning. The tribe has spoken. Oh, whoa! Leave this place or else. That was part of what it said. Scribbled on the other side of the garage was... You have no idea who live on this mountain. Do not under, underestimate our people. They, they wrote all that? All four. Yeah, I, I saw yeah. it. It's actually it's a very wow. lengthy message. All four of the tires on the rental van had been slashed. Huh. Oh, Her, well, Harrison wanna... said, I was terrified. Honestly, I thought it was a joke. I didn't understand why they vandalized our car if they wanted us to leave. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was only after this that the group learned that the couple who owned the home did not have a permit for a short, short-term rental. Uh. According to Solano County Supervisor James Sparing, uh, it had recently been denied after a contentious debate and pushback from the neighborhood. Sparing said, my understanding is that the permit was denied and delayed, and so it w- I was surprised to see that they have people staying in it. He explained that short-term rentals are very contentious, especially in this particular area and some of the residential neighborhoods throughout the county. Wow. He said it's concerns about the impact on your neighborhood's property values, fire uh, fire risk as well. Uh, those are the main concerns that we're hearing, he said. I didn't tell you guys about this, but my friend uh, pointed out to us a house in her neighborhood that was rented and they shot a porn there. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a different uh, kind of thing. Cliff Neal, a neighbor who lives on the same cul-de-sac as the short-term rental shared surveillance video from the night of the vandalism showed a suspect entering the property. And not long after running away, he said he did not recognize the suspect. Uh, the group did file a police report and hope somebody will uh, be caught and charged. It's funny what, what people think will bring down property values. Yes, yeah, yeah. We had, we had some people that were going off about, you know, how they weren't, you know, properly... 
trimming the foliage at the front of the neighborhood, and this is bringing our property values down. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right, and there you go. That is what we have in the uh, Bizarre File for you this morning. A um, couple of shout-outs real quick oh. before we move on. Uh, this one, it says, hey, I was wondering if you give my big brother Ricky a shout-out or shout-out for his birthday. It is October 27th, so we're ahead of this. Uh, the bigger the juice here, you guys friggin' rock. And that is from Mike and West Deptford. So one for Ricky. Right, Ricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky! <laughs> how many Rickies do we have? Uh, just the two That's Richie. No, no, this is Richie. Richie! <laughs> That's La Bamba. This is Boys in the Hood. Ricky! <laughs> okay. I need it. And then Better Off Dead. Right, Ricky. All right, here's a, another one. It says, uh, no, huh? that's, that's a stupid question. Sorry. Well, read it anyway. Uh, well, I might save it for an actual right, stupid question right. someday. Now, what the hell? I got a million of these. What do you call one fiftieth of a second? One fiftieth of a second. One mm-hmm. fiftieth? I don't know. One. A half a second. Ah. Oh. No, no, that's, it's, uh, I'm rephrasing it. Oh. Oh. What's a half a second? <laughs> half a second is te- technically a jiffy. A jiffy? Oh, yeah. so you, when you say you're going to be back in a jiffy. Oh. Yep. Oh, I didn't back in one, I'll be back in 150th of the second. Yes. But 150th is not half. One, oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking... 50%? 50%. Oh, so, I'm sorry. But it is 150th? 150th, Gotcha. Yes. Okay, All that's right. a jiffy. There's an actual time period. Yeah. So, How about that? That's what a listener emailed me about. What do we win? Uh, Scorpion King Three? Uh, no, you get a uh, you get a Carpe Banana T-shirt <laughs> no. from the Rock Shop. All right, and then another one says, uh, "So my friends and family are major slackers. So I am requesting a shout out for my 50th birthday on October 28th, same day birthday as Jackson. Ah, oh. I've uh, been listening to you since it was just the Preston and Marilyn show pre Steve on Y100. That's why, and thought my 50th was a good reason for my first shout out. So thanks in advance, and Gadzook <laughs> says from Joyce Batcher. So there's a shout out for Joyce. And then a a little plug, if you will, a plug, a butt plug. Uh, this says, hey, President Steve, uh, my name is uh, Rihanna Seraphim. Uh, I'm reaching out to you uh, from the Bucks County Suicide Prevention Task Force. Our organization works to increase understanding of depression and mental health issues, uh, reduce the shame of asking for help, and makes a- make access uh, to help easy. Uh, through advocacy, education, prevention, intervention, and postvention. That's good work. Uh, we work to eliminate suicide in our community, and uh, they've been doing it since 2013. They have an event coming up. It is a walk, November 6th from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Perkasy campus of Bucks County Community College. Uh, funds raised to the walk are going to help us develop more suicide prevention programming in Bucks County. Could you mention this on the air? Uh, if you have time, and I also have attached a flyer, and uh, those who get registered and uh, raise at least $10, get a T-shirt. Cool. So uh, you can go to get details at holdonyoumatter.com. Uh, so that's very important. We that just, is. My wife's family recently had a, a case of suicide, which was just absolutely horrible. So whatever can be done, any help would be greatly appreciated. All right. Let us take it. Wait, what does it say about a jiffy? Right. It's, it's a bunch of different. It, there's no one specific set time that oh. it's actually a jiffy. It's been applied to a, uh, several different periods of time over the years, and it was first uh, brought about in like 1750 or something like that. So it's changed a lot over. So that's the derivation of jiffy. I'll be back in a jiffy. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, yeah. Apparently named after a guy named Gilbert Newton Lewis, who his nickname was. I really am not popular with women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gilbert? Gil- yeah. Gilbert. Gilbert. 
Mm. My mother was rather slow. That's why it's not Giffy, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Why not Skippy or uh, the other peanut butter brands? Or Nudie. I'll be back in a Peter Pan. Yeah. Uh, for physicists, a jiffy is how long it takes to travel a light to travel a distance of one femtom- femtometer. Hmm. I'm not familiar with that. Millionth of a millionth of a millimeter. Oh my god! But it's That's different in, in electronics. It's uh, it's what you said, Preston. One sixtieth or one fiftieth of a second. So okay. it's not consistent. All right. Uh, well, listen. What is consistent is the MMR money clip. We do it every day at eight, ten, noon, two, four, six, and eight. So you have. Roughly one minute left to get the word luck over to us for this chance. We're running out of chances because today's the last day for the foreseeable future. It'll it'll pop back up eventually, but let's get you in there. Luck is the word. Good luck to you. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You Lot. Hey, everybody. I don't spend a lot of time on Earth, but when I do, I spend it buying stuff for my friend company, Keystone Apparel. Eartha Mrs. C-136's favorite source for apparel, accessories, and equipment for the herbal wellness enthusiast. Herbal wellness? What the hell are you talking about, Grandpa? You said they were going to give us free shirts to impress those hippie girls at the mall. Go check out www.keystoneapparel.com, which is my actual favorite store in Stephanie's and hooking me up with cool shirts to impress girls at the mall. <laughs> check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Next message. Yo, this is Stephanie from Crash Bang Boom, Philly's premier punk rock and roll shop. Crash Bang Boom is a truly independent business located at 528 South 4th Street, just steps off Philly's famous South Street. Crash Bang Boom has rock and roll tees, spikes, studs, leather jackets, hair dye, boots, clubwear, streetwear, and stagewear for all you rockers. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram at Crash Bang Boom Philly. Just like WMMR, Crash Bang Boom has everything that rocks. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Um, Casey made me aware of something. I should have mentioned this earlier. But at some point during this very radio program, uh, we are going to give away tickets. I'm not going to do it right now, but at some point... Uh, we're going to give away tickets to see Coldplay at the link. Are you kidding? I kid you not. Two times. I got two separate pairs wow. to give away today. And uh, the tickets go on sale today at 10 a.m. So we will give those away. I think I'm going to go to that show. I didn't go the last time they came through town. And uh, I saw them at the Wells Fargo Center years ago. But I've never seen them outdoors. And I love that band. I'd love to go see them live. And it's nice that uh, they're going to do the big outdoor show at the link, man. That's yeah. cool. I uh, I saw them at the Wells Fargo Center as well. And I'm How was well- it? It was... Listen... It was the loudest drum. I could feel the drum in yeah. my chest. It was amazing. Um, but they're, they're in my top three, five bands, and I am still amazed that they are not only playing Wells Fargo Center, but now, like, The Link. When you listen to that first album, Parachutes, like, to think that they became a stadium band is just yeah. mind-blowing. An okay. arena band. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, so listen up. Two chances uh, to win those. That's and amazing. Not going to make you do anything crazy either. Just no. Just get ready to call in and win. So well, because it's it. Friday. We want to be generous. And you know what else about Friday I love? Connoisseur. Hey! We're going to the restaurant. It's time for the connoisseur because, as we said many times before, everyone loves to go out and eat on the weekend. Mm. And he's going to give you the information you need because he's the connoisseur. That's right. And if you want to go to this place, you have to head to Sydney, Australia. Oh, well, that can't happen. But I'm going to bring this up anyway. Huh. It's uh, it's called Karen's Diner. <laughs> 
and it promises rude staff and poor service oh. to allow diners to vent their anger and get the thrill of complaining. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I love it. Uh, where is this? Australia. Sydney, Australia. Okay. Because, I mean, Karen's there's... Diner. Something, well, it's similar, but we're in, in Chicago. Chicago next week. Yeah. The, the Wiener Circle is just, it's a scream. There yeah. were there were, there were were two other places that I've been to that were known for their rudeness. There was a place in Columbia, Missouri, and I forgot the name of it, but it was known. The bartenders, uh, the, these older women, and they were mean on purpose. <laughs> right. It's part of, it's like a show. Yeah. yeah. And then there was another place in uh, St. Louis called the Cat's Meow, I think. And these two old ladies sat at the end of the bar like Norman and, uh, and Oh, really? that's cool. Yeah. And, they were, and they were cantankerous and <laughs> known for it. Yeah, we went to one in Nashville. It wasn't, it was kind of like cheesy a little right. bit. You know what I mean? They would like... I mean, they were rude. You would ask for something and they'd like sigh or roll their eyes or stomp away to go get it for you. Um, so that was kind of funny. But um, they would like, they put these like chef hats on everybody and oh, they wrote like. There's a place, uh, it might be the same chain, okay, Kathy, yeah. in, in Baltimore. It's Because I took like it my was a kids chain. there. And they, they make a big conical shaped yeah. hat for you, and then they like write like a dunce you know, cap. Uh, yeah, like a yeah. dunce cap, or, or yeah, and uh, they would write stuff like you know, um, uh, like um, uh, one of my kids who wrote you know, uh, acts like a girl, you know, one yeah. of the boys or something like that. We were at a bachelorette party, so like it would say like this one's easy or you know stuff yeah. like that. Oh, so, so, so it must be a chain then. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was a chain that we went Is it to. Dick's Last Resort. I think that's it. Yeah, that's a chain. I, I yeah, think that's okay. It. Yeah, they have one in Cleveland, and uh, th- I mean they're fun. Yeah, it is yeah. a little cheesy after a bit, and but yeah. uh, whatever. That, I mean that's the experience you're going for. Yeah, there was a uh, now it wasn't rude staff, but very fun staff at uh, Disney in the um, oh man uh, Frontier uh, the, 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 the restaurant. It was a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was at, it was at the actual resort where you stay and. Uh, and listen, I wasn't asking for this to happen, but I, I was having coffee and I needed some sugar and the sugar wasn't on my table. So I went to another table yeah. like you do and I grabbed some sugar. I grabbed uh-huh. sugar container. I brought, I brought it back. The waiter across the restaurant goes, I saw that. <laughs> and he comes over and he brought this little makeshift jail cell. It's like, it was a prop, okay? So it was bars, and it said jail, and he put it in front of me. He's like, you're in jail. You can't have any more sugar. I love it. That's and they great. played games like that, so it, I, it can be fun. I went to a uh, urologist like that. Oh, really? pissed off, like, alright, piss in the cop. So, also called Dicks, by the way. Yeah, Dicks, yeah. Uh, the restaurant is a take on the name Karen on the Karen meme, referring to a middle-class uh, entitled white woman who loves to complain. Uh, the website for the restaurant states a place where you can complain until the cows come home because we literally don't care. Our staff are rude. Our managers are non-existent. And we're the perfect place for Karens everywhere to vent their anger and dismay at the world. Now, I don't know if it's a temporary, if it's like a pop-up or right. something like that. In fact, yeah, it says a pop-up, so it's not going to last too long. So they'll play around with it. But that's in Sydney. You're not going to be able to go there. No. All right, what else I have here for? I thought that'd be fun to throw that in, but I do have some other things. Okay, so this is a, a TikTok trend. And if you think that putting lemon juice in your coffee will help you lose weight... No, that sounds horrible. wrong. Why lemon juice in your coffee? Because it's TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Where they tell you to eat Tide Pods. Mm. Number one, that would... Taste terrible. It tastes terrible. It would make the milk curdle. I mean, not, unless you're having a black. Well, I like on. lemon water. I mean, I'll do that in the morning. Yes, I um, do as well. Don't they give you like a little lemon rind with your espresso? Yes. So you can. You're supposed to rub that around the the rim. So, yeah. All right. Stroke maybe, it. Maybe case. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
Adding lemon, this is according to uh, dietitian Erin uh, Wade. She says... Uh, She's a lunatic. <laughs> no, she didn't say to do oh. it. She's saying don't do this. She said adding lemon into coffee will not promote weight loss. All right. Just like drinking lemon water has little impact on body weight. However... Drinking more calorie-free beverages, especially warm beverages, can help to increase the feeling of fullness, which may lead to eating smaller portions and weight loss. But it isn't the lemon that's causing your weight loss. Silly people. So mm-hmm. it can assist in a different way. It's not yeah, going to... Le- yeah. So lemons are, um, they're like anti-inflammatory. So it, right. it just helps with your overall health. Um, and I, I, you guys know I'm doing this like gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free diet. How's that going? Well, I'm, hung- I'm so hungry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I went for a massage to a massage therapist that I see on a regular basis. Right. I mean, sometimes, you know, I was going like twice a month. Now, at this point, I'm going, you know, about once a month. But um, she was giving me a massage. And she said to me, I feel uh, um, overall you have less inflammation in your body, in your muscles. <clears throat> and she just felt that going through a massage. And I was like, wow, it has to be the diet. Maybe. All right. Well, we hope, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, another interesting little tidbit from the connoisseur file. If you've ever wondered what people don't order from McDonald's, we have an answer for you. <laughs> Stephen Petula, a McDonald's area supervisor in Waterford, Ohio, posted a video on, to TikTok saying customers almost... What, what do you think customers... Now, you sent me a, a, a version of this article, yeah. Kathy, so you probably know. What Did you they, read it? I didn't read it, okay. no. What, what, what they do you, don't what do you, what order. It's like the least ordered thing on the menu at McDonald's. All right. Uh, I have an inside track because of my four years of experience. I was just at McDonald's for the first time, and I'd say... Two years. Okay. And, Do you have uh, a guess? Um, I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm not that. I'm not that well versed in their in their menu. I know that the um, isn't the uh, ice cream machine always broken. Yeah, but people order it. They I still order it. My guess is side salad. Side salad. Ooh, oh, I, see, for me, I would say um, the fish. Whatever oh, the fish fillet, the fish fillet, but except in Lind, yeah. But when we've talked about this, like my dad used to order that when we were kids. I used to order, it and all I time. remember yeah. you saying you ordered it. So that's probably not it, but that would be my guess. Case, you want to guess, or uh, I think the side salad is probably a good guess. Okay, I'm going to steer you. You're all wrong. Hmm. Okay, it's a beverage. Oh, we didn't oh. consider beverages. Oh, like right? the like right. the Kool Aid, the, the least ordered thing on the entire menu. All right, I have another guess. Okay. All right, go ahead. Orange drink. Anybody else? I don't know what they I don't are. even know their options. Yeah, yeah. I don't Listen, know the other options. Pr- you probably would never get it because you probably don't even realize they have it. And that's okay. hot chocolate? No, but it is a hot beverage. Tea? Uh-huh. Hot tea. Hot really? Tea. Wow. Yes. Hot Interesting. tea. Served with lemon. Uh, there you go. It yeah. all ties back in together. So he said, uh, over the years, a ton of people have asked me, what is the least ordered item at any McDonald's? We bought these stories. Uh, we, bro- we bought these stores in July, and I've yet to serve one hot tea. I actually don't know. I actually didn't know we sold hot tea until about a month ago. <laughs> Ironically, though, our most sold item is iced tea. Huh. Yeah. Uh, the it's video, all about the temperature, isn't it? The video quickly went viral, and one TikTok user commented, uh, we sold a hot tea the other day, and no one knew how to make it. <laughs> uh, we had to get the general manager to help us. A number That's of really hot funny. tea fans argued that the drink is or could be a top order in the UK, <laughs> but here in the US. And by the way, Ted Lasso does a great job <laughs> I, with I love the that. tea. Yeah. I love it. How do you take water. your tea? Well, generally, right back to the counter because there's been a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I like tea, I, and yeah. and if if I do drink hot tea, which I do from time to time, like if we go to 
um, uh, say an Asian restaurant, um, and, oh. and and they, they serve I, different flavor. I pot love teas. that tea. Yeah, we'll have that, and, and I but I do like to add sugar, a little bit of sugar, give it some sweetness. I do. So every day after the morning is the only time I drink coffee. So in, in the afternoon and in the evening, I'm always having tea, and yeah, ah. it's my main. Are you, really a, go-to. you like a ginger tea ever or a green tea? I, I go with a regular, you know, the regular blend, but I will do an yeah. Earl Grey now and then. I like a ginger for uh, digest, digestive purposes at yeah. the end of the show, you know, like... Uh, to loosen your stool. Yeah, no, 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 like, <laughs> like for uh, heartburn and whatever. Um, I can't drink any tea. It does not... No? No, it doesn't go well with me. Like, it makes my stomach hurt. It makes okay. me feel like... Um, like almost like a hunger pain, even if I've well, not like that. No, it's not like that. It almost makes it feel like I'm having hunger pains, even if I've had a meal yeah. right before so, it. So to Preston's point, what I in the evening, if I have, um, if I, if I'm hungry and it's um, you know, dinner's far off, I can just have a cup of tea. I have it with a little bit of uh, like two percent. And a little bit of sugar, and that to me will fill me up like a meal. That's how I am with lemon water. If, uh-huh. if I'm yeah, like see? not quite ready for the meal, you know, it's, right. uh, we're preparing it or whatever, I will um, have that, and that'll kind of hold me over until the meal. We used to be a huge iced tea family growing up. It was always in our refrigerator, and then like for you know a couple of decades, we didn't have it. Now, Crystal Light. Peach iced tea is... It's uh, your go-to. It's my go-to. It's your John. That's my man. Is it sweet? My main man. Is What's it that? overly sweet? No. Okay. No, I mean, it's sweet. I'm I don't di- like, I don't like sweet tea. It's crystal light, yeah. I, I can't like sweet tea, no. Southern yeah. tea, Preston, are you a fan? Oh, my God. I love southern tea. Melt your teeth. Yeah. Uh, we. I grew up on that. You love it, Steve? I love it. But you hate ovary sugary I do. drinks. Like, I do. Uh, like they're, they're, too drink, too I love sweet for, for you. For some... Yes, exactly. For some reason, classic southern tea, so I really treat it like a dessert. He likes hot chocolate, so yeah. he does like sweet drinks. He's an enigma. Yeah. Wait, That's I'm Steve not Morrison. familiar with this. Uh, sweet uh, southern, southern tea. Yeah, it's just sweet. R- a ridiculous amount of sugar. Okay, ridiculous. Yeah. And so I lived. Um, I was, you know, even though I, I lived in St. Louis, but I, we moved around a bit. I was born in Tennessee. We lived in South Carolina. When we were in the Carolinas, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what that's you what got. they serve when you yeah. went to okay. the restaurant. That you order tea, <laughs> what you got? They didn't ask you if you wanted sweet yeah. tea or regular tea. You got that tea. That oh, was wow. it, and it was incredibly sugary. So I grew up on that. Yeah. So we were a Lipton iced tea family. My neighbors, they were a Tang family. They always had Tang in the fridge. Mm. They were astronauts. <laughs> they were not yeah. astronauts, but I'll tell you what. I loved going over there. I love you know because that was like a special treat. I love Tang. I have. They still make that. What are your thoughts on Sunny D? Uh, no. I mean, you like the we, purple stuff. Well, we had that. Um, that we it, that was a. a Sunny D, when I was growing up, uh, a little bit later on in life, Sunny D and Yoohoo were a main, and, yeah. and V8 were Yoohoo. Yoohoo, oh, Yoohoo's like gold. Oh, sort of shut your mouth. Yoohoo is a, um, they call it a chocolate drink. Yeah. Yeah, it's no not chocolate quite, milk. It's yeah. not chocolate milk. They, no one quite not. knows what it is. I always liked you. Yoohoo was always my go-to drink when my mother would include a treat in my oh, school lunch. That's nice. A can of Yoohoo. Very nice. Of Though, me. however, one time we went to the Bronx Zoo and she had put it in the freezer <laughs> on a field trip and it was frozen and everyone made fun of me. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> it, it ripped me up. Oh. Yeah, Sorry, man. Stuff kind of stays with me. Uh, do they still make Tang? Nick, do you know? Yes. Okay. There you go, Casey. So you gotta right. go out and get it and have a little, little blast from the past. And you'll find out how horrible it really is. <laughs> like many of those, those oh, things from all your those childhood. Things that, like, like, Sunny <laughs> oh, so Delight or Five Alive. Oh, this has got to be nutritionally good for you. And then you look on the side and it's 500 calories for eight ounces. Or you just taste it's so it. sugary, yeah. Or like, you know, like High C. I drink yeah. that stuff like, you know, oh like God. it was going out of style when I was getting If I tried that now, I'd, be, I'd probably be like, ew. I think uh, Burt Kreischer might drink a gallon of Hawaiian Punch a day. I remember Hawaiian. Oh, or was it Kool Aid? 
It might be. It might be Kool Aid. It's Kool Aid. Yeah. Yeah. That's that it. video, I I couldn't <laughs> even hold it together. I was laughing so hard, my stomach hurt when uh, they realized that that's what he was drinking out of his giant water bottle. Kool Aid. <laughs> Just a child. Uh, all right, before we move on to the next thing, yeah, Kathy yeah. said something that I want to ask you guys about oh. because I, for the longest time, said it this way too. Is there a difference between hunger pain or a hunger pang? Oh. That's a good question. P A N G. I think they're I, pretty I synonymous. What did Kathy pain. say? I actually pain. never even heard of it. Pang. Yeah. Pang. Yeah. So I think I think that I think I I had always heard it wrong. I thought people were saying hunger pain, and it's actually hunger pang. It's yeah. the it's yeah. the great version of tang. P a n g. Now, am I? What per- does it mean? You guys have heard of hunger pangs, yes. right? Yeah, that means yeah. you're hungry. Yeah, you get you get that sensation, man. Sort of stabbing. I'm getting hunger pangs. I, I'm I'm hungry. Okay. Uh, so, Famished. Yeah, the, here it is. The physical sensation of hunger is related to contractions of the stomach muscles. Yeah, these contractions, some kind, sometimes called hunger pangs. Once they become severe, are believed to be triggered by high concentrations, uh, high concentrations of all these hormones. And stuff. Right, right, right. So yeah, so it's it's hunger pain. I did not know, Kathy. That. I didn't know it until like a few years ago. So you're not alone. <laughs> you still have things to learn in life. Do you guys? Uh, would you say, Kathy, that you get angry? Oh, I, I, do. I get I do. Oh, I absolutely. Do. I, yeah. I I actually stop talking. I I won't speak to people in the room until like until we get our food or whatever. Like that's how hangry I get. My wife was hangry yesterday, and it was she was going out to dinner with a good friend of ours, uh, Steve McLean, yesterday, Preston, mm-hmm. and so um, it was enough time that she was <laughs> didn't want to ruin that dinner. So I'm like. Hey. You know, she tells you, how about a quarter of a bagel? <laughs> how about a cookie? Want a bite? Just eat something, please! Uh, yeah, I was, I was hangry yesterday, yeah. too. Yeah. It's just like, just pissy. I at yeah. yeah. least recognize that, though. Right. Uh, you know, I might uh, lash out or something. I'm like, okay, I just, I'm very hungry and stop bothering me. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's true. All right, so, by the way, here's an article that says, uh, you might feel pains when hungry, but their recurrence makes them pangs. So I think the proper term is pang, but Kathy, go you go on saying pain. Yeah, I, you want to. I don't know. I'll see if I can switch. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. Little Debbie's fans can rejoice now. Uh, the dessert snack company has an ice cream version of its popular Christmas tree cakes. Oh, uh, I'd rather have the oatmeal uh, pie. Yeah, uh, as a uh, as that's what I'm associating. Flavor. When I think of little Debbie's, that's what I think of. Didn't they make a creamer, like a an oatmeal pie creamer, one time? Probably. All right, well, they um, had one at the, the this little cafe that we go to down the shore. It was uh, like oatmeal uh, cookie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the iconic brand announced it's releasing a vanilla cake sprinkle and frosting filled <laughs> ice cream pint. Can't jam enough in that. With help from uh, Hudsonville Ice Cream, a Michigan-based ice cream brand that has 95 years of experience. Uh, the collaboration will be available for the holiday season at uh, Walmart stores. I'm not a classic Christmas cake fan. You know, I don't... Uh, a lot of these cake-flavored ice creams and stuff or birthday cake flavor. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with not you. not a fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, me too. Okay. I don't know Christmas had its own uh, cake. I didn't know that. Well, you usually think of the fruitcake. But little, yeah. little Debbie's... Makes oh, their little she's an Christmas idiot. Uh, cakes. <laughs> <laughs> little Debbie's yeah. an idiot. Probably comes from up yeah, Listen, she's adorable, but she, there's something happened in that incubator. Uh, Twitter users saw the post as an opportunity to pitch Little Debbie grocery products that they want to see made for the holidays. Uh, somebody said, yeah, Little Debbie-inspired coffee creamer for the holiday season would be nice. See, we always had uh, the actual ice cream uh, 
trees. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Would this, they melt? Uh, no, no, no. We would put them in the freezer. Oh, oh. And so, yeah. You're talking a lot about of the novelties? Yeah. On a stick that was in the shape of, oh, a, uh, okay. of, an ice, of, of a tree. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant your I mean house tree was an ice cream tree. No. Uh, so that may- would just be silly. The Little Debbie's owned by uh, McKee Foods and the family bakery that manufactures and distributes Drake's Cakes and Sunbelt Bakery granola bars nationwide. Did you say, say, what was the first company you mentioned? Uh, McKee. They make autonomous kill drones. Do they? (laughs) Edible? You guys uh, hope so. That's their other industry. They carry food. Anyway. When was the last time you guys had a Star Crunch? Uh, I don't remember forever. that. Forever. Yeah. Forever, yeah. I missed that. Describe those. I don't remember What is remember it? Those. Yeah, it don't all right. Um, it's just like gooey sweetness, uh, and then it's got like, uh, it's covered in chocolate, and it's got little crunchies, like a Nestle Crunch. It's a cookie? Yeah. Well. Oh, wait. Then I'm thinking I'm thinking of a candy when you said that. Mm, well, I mean, it's essentially, it's a candy cake. I okay. mean, it's, it's a chocolate-covered uh, crunchy, oh. Oh, chewy thing. Yeah. No, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember those at all, Case. No? No, they must not have been in my you, region. I bet you chose has them. Okay. Would you, if I went you and think, bought one, would you? Not right I now. I don't have them. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, you think Cho's has those? Dude, they have pantyhose. They have, <laughs> you know. Get your, get your hose at Cho's. <laughs> your hose at Cho's. <laughs> I bet you they do. All right. They don't open for another 15 minutes. So when we break for commercial, I'm going to go get you a Star Crunch. We have a special moment here with the connoisseur that uh, I think you're going to enjoy. And this involves a presentation from ah. Casey Doosty. I heard about this. Oh, yeah. You already told me. Well, no, no, he, he, just, he has a surprise. A, a, a surprise. Oh, okay. And so right. Steve went through a lot over the last couple of days, uh, you know, and then yesterday... I said, you know what, buddy? I got a surprise for you. Yeah, man. Yeah. I had a, I had a, a, a colonoscopy and I had a oral surgery. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really disappointed in the surprise, though, because I got I got one for myself last night. Is it a Star Crunch? It is not a Star Crunch. <laughs> no, but it is Dollar Store Movie Theater Butter Popcorn. Oh, yeah. Dollar Thank Store you, Coffee. Or yeah. Dollar Store Popcorn. Thank you, sir. Except. Um, except. It's... So I bought three bags, uh, two for my family, yeah. and then one for you. Don't eat it yet. Hold Don't on. eat it yet. Hold on. The bag I opened for myself last night, it was stale. Okay. So we need to see if your bag is stale, too. So I wanted to know that before you tried it. Let us know if it's indeed it stale. It's not awesome. <laughs> no. It's, it, it, it didn't sound crunchy. But <laughs> I, would, I will say this. With a, so uh, matter of fact. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, it's that workable. A, that's yeah. a great review. <laughs> it's not awesome. It's supposed to be crunchier, and when it's Aww. when it's got the crunch to it, it definitely you it's know. A, it's, thought it's, that but, but popcorn is like pizza. Even yeah. substandard is still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know that was sweet. I, wonder, I didn't even check it. Well, here, guys, try some. Yeah, have some still. Yeah, not awesome popcorn. Yeah. All right. One last thing, and I got to fit this in because this has got Kathy written all over it, mm. and then we'll have to take a break. But um, a woman on social media recently showed off. The contents of her refrigerator filed away into ring binders that keep everything organized. Are you effing kidding me? What? Wait, uh, I want to see what the ring binders are because I recently put organizers in my in your refrigerator? freezer and refrigerator. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, designer, <laughs> designer Nicole McLaughlin uh, shared the video, which shows rows of binders labeled with things like sandwiches, meat, and drinks. All lined up in her fridge. In each one were foods filed away in clear protective sheets to fit each category. Wait, the um, food is in the binder? So, we, Are you kidding? I don't know if it's legit or not. We, ha- we have um, 
This uh, might be a joke. Reusable plastic uh, bags, the little Ziploc yes. bags. Yeah. Yeah, those. Yeah, we have those. And so uh, that's what I was wondering if that's what this was, if she just put those <laughs> in a binder and did that. Oh, I see. Okay. So like little Ziploc bags, but that's stupid looking. That yeah, is very Because it's just bizarre. like one piece it's got to be a joke, right? It's, it's I think be. that's a joke. Okay. Yeah, I think that's but a joke is the organized, overly organized refrigerator. How organized is your refrigerator? Well, here's the thing, because when people... You have a dairy t- section and all Yeah, okay. listen, I, I try so hard with my refrigerator, but if you have kids, it's just not going to happen because they just don't put it back where you had it. Um, but no, right. but I have little organizers, um, so little containers that go in where, like, if you have, we have yogurt, pickles, uh, what else is in there? Like, you know, so so the, listen, so the round jars, <laughs> they fit perfectly in this, and I slide it all the way to the back onto the left, so it's taking, you know, it's not taking up the space just right at the front where everybody likes to put stuff. So I have different uh, containers for that. All right, may I ask but you? I put my yogurt next to my <laughs> what, pickles. What the hell? Well, no, <laughs> they do not belong next no, to no, each no. other. No, no, it's no, it's the same size uh, jar. So What's the best refrigerator, Kathy? I don't know, and maybe if someone could, because we, I hate refrigerators that don't allow you to store things properly like like we're looking at a refrigerator here that looks like it's got a lot of proper storage space it drives me crazy with i had the other day uh, i pulled out something and um uh, my feet were covered in hummus because <laughs> it, it, f- it fell out on my feet because it, we have an old re- uh, refrigerator that just doesn't have the capability to store things. Uh, it's driving me crazy. Yeah, on the door. Uh, so, you know, like the condiments will go there. but you And know, we like, have no, like, like we can't store a lot in the door. Well, like the salad dressing all goes on one shelf and then mustard, ketchup, all that stuff on the other shelf. If there's like some smaller drinks, that goes on a different shelf. Don't mix them. Stop it. Steve, you should stop. Steve, it. you should uh, you should get a newer fridge and get the kind that have the drawers that pull all the way out. The, they look good. Yeah, we yeah. we have one. And you you, and and you you you're a family of five. Yep. And so I, how does that work? I love it. It's yeah. great. It's it's having that drawer, that large drawer that, that that's the entire width of the whole that pulls out from the bottom, pulls out independently. I think is a is pretty cool. okay. And our, our freezers on the bottom and it pulls out as well. Does that end up being the go to? I'm just going to put it here for the time being. Um, no, we we have a we have a kind of a regimen of All things right. that go in there. That's kind of our our big dairy your star crunches thing. And we we have a lot yeah. a lot of cheese in my family. <laughs> <I> live, <laughs> a lot of cheese. Yeah, we have a nice big uh, amount of cheese in our cheese drawer. But we I live in a slightly older home, and so the the fridge is. In the in you know in the, the kitchen bathroom. no 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 it's in the kitchen uh, but the kitchen uh, where the fridge is is right next to a wall uh-huh. so you can't open the right side of the fridge door uh-huh. all the way open what kind of lunatic does that uh-huh. who does that kind of want to move yeah. all right hang on hang on tonight uh-huh. on six ABC uh-huh. wait until you see how Nick McElwain is living so your fridge is just one fridge door no it's two doors oh, it's left two, left okay. door one opens up all the way right okay. door gets uh, blocked oh man one one of our ours opens too like that. And one of them doesn't stay open. <laughs> and it's been that way for about seven years now. And it just, I can't fix it. And I just, I hate it. We have. I hate it. Preston, we have a cabinet door where the where the cat food treats are, which I'm going to quite frequently with uh, nine cats. And every time I forget that that thing doesn't stay open, so that as I lower down to give the cats the treats, by the time I lift up, it cleaves my skull, oh, Steve. My God. Uh, and, and I get the, I know we joke about this, but the, I want to kill you! <laughs> I'm going to kill you! The sensation from that goddamn door that won't stay open. All right, um, one other thing, if I may jump in here quick. Yep, then we got a break. I saw a thing that was advertised, Kathy, I don't know if you've seen this, but it goes, it's in, <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're rockers here talking about our seasoning and all that stuff, but, but the, the uh, our, our spice uh, uh, cabinet 
that it sucks. The loose jars and all that stuff. Yeah, they I have agree. these things now that attach under the shelf, you know, so you have to put the stuff on top of the shelf. It goes under and you can... Hang like it? Yes. Comes down, yeah. And it flicks out. And I can... have tried so many things it's with such my a spices. Scam. I, I just, I can't get it right. Because you guys know I don't, it can't be on the counter. No. Mm-hmm. It's got to be away in a drawer. And I've, I have it, in, I, I, when I built the house, I made it so it was a pull-out drawer. Well, every time you pull it out, everything falls over. Oh. So, and I've tried everything and it just, it's not good. I got my wife a taco preparing station because we have our, our tacos and it's, it's in the basement now. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> It's like, I, I'm such a sucker for these things. You oh, know? the yeah. gadgets? No, I'm such I hate a sucker. Them. Rochelle, we, we, she used to get them, and they'd last for a year. We don't use that anymore. Trash. It's like yeah. you, Kathy, and I were throwing this thing yeah. like This is ridiculous. You've always hated the gadgets. I do. Yeah. Uh, give me give me a knife, and I'm yeah, good to go. Yeah. You're good. All right, um, that's it. That's all that's we have time it. for in the connoisseur. Hopefully you have a great eating weekend. By the way, we got word back from, we had Alton Brown on yesterday, uh, and he absolutely loved being on our show yesterday. Awesome. Yeah, so he's in town uh, this weekend, uh, speaking of the connoisseur. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Mr. Brian Passane will be joining us when we return. Make sure you stay with us. Hey, gang, it's time for the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance. Now, this year, it's quite a bit earlier than usual. It all starts Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. And while there will be some standing room-only spots in the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent, we are again emphasizing cash donations both at WMMR.com and at the register at your local Acme market. Non-perishable food items can still be donated at our drive drive-through drop-off fueled by Pepsi. Camp Out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Comcast Spectacor and the Philadelphia Flyers, White Horse RV Center, Keen Compressed Gas, Wisfis Bank, Xfinity from Comcast, and Mayfair Fence. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Our next guest is set to go. He's going to be performing at uh, Helium Comedy Club this weekend, and you will be able to see him tonight and tomorrow. Tickets are on sale at HeliumComedy.com. He's definitely a rocker. Let's give it up for our buddy Brian Passane. Hey, Brian. Hey. Nice to have you on, man. How you doing these days? I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. It's it's so weird to be close to you guys, to, but not be in the I studio. Know, I know. I know. You're like I, right here. I have a feeling hey. stuff's going to get lifted back again, and, and we'll get you back in the studio because it does seem weird. Real quick, Brian, I wanted to ask you, and you know, I, I started at the top there saying you're a rocker, and, and while we were getting ready to come to you, we were playing uh, the last bit of a song from um, Wolfgang Van Halen. Uh, have you spent much time uh, with his music? Uh, I checked it out. It's... It's not for me. I love the kid, though, and, and uh, you know, I, I hate that people are beating him up so bad on Twitter. We, we actually follow each other. We had a little interaction a couple months ago but uh, where I said I had his back, and, you know, he was really cool about it. So, nice. you know, the kid's the best. But, I, I, I think people uh, are, are – pump- Years ago backstage when he was little. Little. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you, you you deal with that thing, and as I was saying, I mean, he he played our uh, our barbecue, our big concert recently, and he he just did a phenomenal job. Great. I mean, um, it, that's you know that's one of those things when you're the son of somebody who's basically a legend, and you go into that line of work, you're going to get the criticism. But he can deliver, and he also says, I'm you know I'm not my dad, <laughs> and don't I do yeah. not want to be, yeah. 
Leave him alone. Yeah, leave him alone. Just leave him alone. Hey, by the way, you are, you've got your own guitar pedal now, Brian? <laughs> yes, I do. And I love this. It's called a big fat rock. Uh, I think it's a yes. play on words there. <laughs> That's great. It kind of is. <laughs> and is this a, a distortion yeah, pedal? It's so hard to even describe it on this show. Okay. Uh, it's it's pink. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pink pedal, but it's pink for a reason. And it's so dumb. It came from this song, you know, I wrote this song that's just about uh, making fun of, like, every song that every band that ever did, like, an innuendo song. Oh, yeah. Where it's clear. It's clear what the what the premise is. Yeah. You know, that it's all sexual and, and so that yeah, that's what the song was. And the pedal the pedal is not even an innuendo. It's just straight up. <laughs> it's just a penis. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And, and you know what? And it it's, like it's you're junk. It's funny that you mention that, you know, the innuendos in song, you go back to like uh uh like, you know, White Snake slide it in. I wonder what they were talking about <laughs> in that song. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of stuff. It's it's Aerosmith, big ten inch record, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's it's all the Kiss. You know, I Kiss was my first band, and Kiss is so just about calling Doctor Love. Oh, really? <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you describing? <laughs> right. Yeah. Or prescribing? I mean, yeah. that's why. That's why a Spinal Tap was such a uh, was oh. so perfect. Um, you know, pitch perfect to, to that sort of deal. But I mean, that that was the time, and uh, yeah. you know, and, and now it, it's wild when you hear. Songs like that that were, you know, that would get that, you know, that uh, that parental sticker that are now played on what are basically like yacht rock stations and easy, more more mellow stations. You've got the, that level of rock being played and it's totally innocuous. Right. Well, because now music has gotten so it's not even innuendo at all. Like Cardi B. Right. Oh. Cardi B just straight up says whatever she wants. Yeah. No. Uh, have you have you been out to see any uh, uh, shows since uh, you know it's more accessible now? I saw my first show just this week. I ah. saw uh, Primus back home wow. uh, in L.A. Okay. and it was outdoors at one of my favorite places. This place called the Greek Theater in L.A. where it's just uh, if you could see anybody there, it's amazing. You know, like the best place you could possibly see a band. Um, it's just outdoors and beautiful, and, and uh, yeah, so I felt safe. And uh, Primus ripped it up. They did it like a uh, well, a full album of Rush. They wow. did uh, for Farewell to the Kings. Oh, uh, get Rush out! Was- wow. Um, I actually had a friend who went to that show, and I, I use the term friend very loosely. He's just a guy that I met. He's a producer for Fox Sports, and uh, he lives out there, and he was going to that show, loves Primus. I, here's the deal about Primus for me. Uh, it's it, the, the, the singing voice from Let's uh, is, the, is the part that I can't. Uh, really, it's quirky. It's, it's quirky, yeah. and so I, I, you know, full disclosure, uh, Bri, I like fish, and he was in a band with Trey called uh, uh, Oysterhead. Stuart Copeland was Stuart in there. Oh, yeah, was yeah. in that as well. Yeah. I don't know if you dig dug that um, uh, collaboration. I at did. All. I did like that. It was a little. It was a little too uh, jam bandy for me. Mm-hmm. That's not my thing. But uh, I mean, I. I appreciate good music, and I I love. I'm such a Les Claypool fan. I've been a total dork for Primus since the early '90s, and seen them a million times. And they're I'm from the Bay. They're from the Bay. You know, it's one of those things. They're one of my favorite bands, so it made sense that that was like one of my first bands to yeah. see back. But uh, yeah, his him doing well. Getty Lee is a vocalist. Rush Rush is my all time favorite band, but a lot of people 
don't like that dude's vocals. Uh, they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Well, you you yeah. just made Preston's day because but, Preston but is... the same thing. Yeah. And he couldn't... Les had some problems, you know, doing... A, completely doing a Getty Lee impression. And he didn't even really try. But, yeah. Uh, yeah the, the only part that was really lacking was the vocals. But okay. the bass... And the guitar playing was so covered, and their drummer is a monster. So, uh, yeah, it sounded like Rush. That's awesome, man. And do you ever uh, now? I, I assume you know, being in the in the public eye like you are, and and, and being in those circles, uh, do you know Les? Have you have you have you become a friend with, of him? He's one of my. Uh, I I have a few holes where I haven't met some people, and he, <laughs> I've never met him. Uh, oh. Yeah, he, no, I know we would hit it off, but. I know so many people he knows, a lot of bands, you know, bands he tried out on, <laughs> you know, like I'm friends with the Metallica guys, but I don't know, I don't know, unfortunately. Well, you, you were doing the, you did the grandpa metal, um, uh, stuff. You, 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 obviously you, you, you have your, your chops, you, you, you know, have you, have you ever been invited to, to go on a tour with another band and, and, uh, do any of your stuff? We have talked about that. I mean, that was going to happen before COVID and then, uh, you know, I didn't really get to promote my album the way I wanted to, that, right. that post-Angel album. Scott Ian and I were going to go out, and then COVID happened, and then Scott Ian got invited by Mr. Bungle to do some stuff once it got safe again. Well, he had he had done some stuff before COVID with Mr. Bungle, but um, it just the schedule just got away from us, and I'd like to address it sometime, and I'm going to do another metal record at, at some point. So. That'd be cool. I, you, honestly, you, like you bring, bring that show here, and you'd get a great response, you know? Yeah, we've talked about that, doing, he and I even doing spoken word, uh, you know, start, start off with Scotty and myself, and maybe, you know, somebody like Chris Jericho or somebody else that makes sense, and then, then the three, then I would go up with Scott and play music at the end, you know, I, but... I, uh, it hasn't come together, obviously. I love the way you describe, and it's it's kind of the way we all do when we get passionate about about the bands that we love. And it's such a subjective thing. But you, you were talking about Geddy Lee's voice. Mm-hmm. I would have been in the original. Uh, I love Rush. Preston adores Rush. Uh, but I, in the initial, you know, songs that I was hearing, I was like, I don't like this dude's voice. And then suddenly it clicked, and I'm like, Oh, okay, mm-hmm. now I really get it. And then I went back and reappreciated the stuff that I was dismissing. But uh, you know, that's one of those tests when you're how loyal you are to your band and what you're willing to do to defend them to the biggest naysayers. So I imagine you were that guy in like high school who maybe not ready to throw down, but gave a passionate debate. Correct? Oh, absolutely. No, and I have some even with Primus. It wasn't high school, but it was later, and it was with all the comedians that, you know, a lot of my friends are music snobs, a lot of comics that I hang out with, and, you know, and I'm the metal guy, and, <laughs> you know, and my friends like Patton Oswalt, name dropper, but, he, you know, <laughs> he's an Elvis Costello fan, and I, I like Elvis Costello, but like more than 10 minutes of it and I'm probably going to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear those exchanges. So we, we, you know, we fought over that kind of stuff forever. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you know the comic Greg Barrett, but he was really good at doing a Primus impression that would piss me off. Uh, <laughs> 25 years ago and he would he would do that all the time and i'd be like they don't sound like that <laughs> well what what's what's the what would be be the biggest brian posein music anomaly what what would we not suspect you are a massive fan of oh uh probably 
some of the new wave stuff from the 80s. I'm right with you. Yeah, I, I love a lot of that stuff. So, so give me some bands. Yeah, well, you, you might not think that I'm a Susie and the Banshees fan. <laughs> I love Susie, yeah. Uh, or The Cure. I love The Cure. Uh, I love The Smiths. Depeche uh, Mode. I love all that stuff. I'm also a huge hip-hop fan. A lot of people don't know that because I talk about metal so much, but I just like good music. Yeah. You know, I work... I worked at Tower Records twice, <laughs> and you kind of have to have, uh, you know, diverse taste to work there, yeah. you know, and I, I always did. In the, uh, in the past year or so, I've found myself uh, re-falling in love with Devo, and I had kind of dismissed them back in the day, and I'm like, my God, they had some cool stuff, you know? Well, here, I'll go even deeper. Uh, I like Duran Duran. Oh, yes! Yes! Yeah, yes! Too, man. Yes! They were uh, musically, instrumentally. They wrote great songs. John... The Chauffeur is an amazing song, and, like, uh, Deftones covering it is one of my favorite covers of anybody. And John uh, Taylor, great, great musicians. I mean, yeah. all together. And he's beautiful. Just a <laughs> good-looking fella. <laughs> he, he is a good-looking dude. I'm so used to... My band's being ugly that when I go see Duran Duran, I'm like, yeah, I, I, like, this guy's really pretty still. Cyclops, oh, yeah, pretty, pretty man, he is. They're pretty guys. Well, who is it? Uh, who's voted the ugliest of the heavy metal? Was it uh, Remy? Lemmy? Lemmy? Lemmy. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, they probably might have been Lemmy. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, you're when, right. Yeah, you know, when you when you have like moles on your face that you haven't taken care of. <laughs> yeah, when you're, you're growing you, hairs you out of them. plenty of money to, to get that problem covered, you and might, you don't. Yeah. But you do that for I'm the... so metal, I don't know if you know, I kissed his mole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. God. You mentioned having what I thought would have been the coolest job, and there's been a documentary about Tower Records. Like, Tower Records, you could go and spend hours. Oh, yeah. Hours, yeah. It was and 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 so you was you had to be in your heaven to have that job, correct? It was that was the job. That, yeah. Like if you had to have a job as a kid, that was that was the one. Yeah, uh, that I really wanted, and that's where the cool kids worked. And I never thought of myself as a cool kid, but then getting in there, you know, it definitely was like one of the weirdest um, job interviews I ever had where the guy just wanted to know if I was a music snob or not, you know, and, and I was, so I fit in there. Uh, bizarrely, and I remember going to record stores, we didn't have a, a tower where, where I grew up, but, but we had our, our record stores, which were the place to go. And bizarrely, the people that worked there had this strange sense of... Um, Superiority, yeah, the superiority, like 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 a a, a snooty maitre d, <laughs> oh, you know, like oh, in Ferris yeah. Bueller, and and it was weird that or dynamic, like, but but yeah, I was like, uh, intimidated by them. What's the what's the Jack Black? Um, oh, John, uh, uh, yeah, John Cusack. Uh, oh, 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 high fidelity, high fidelity, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah there yeah. were we were all like we were all different versions of uh, of Jack Black <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. Well, also, by the way, lest, lest we not forget that Tower Records also then had DVDs and 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 uh, and had uh, had a whole robust movie section. They had uh, 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 movie memorabilia and figures and things like that. I mean, it was a pop culture immersion. So you could be not only um, snobby about the music, Brian. You could be snobby about film selections as well. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I did that too. I was a video store guy. Yeah, uh, I, it was so hard for me to ever, you know, 
be quiet about that stuff. Like people would come up. Well, sometimes I wouldn't be vocal, but there would be eye rolls, you know, like, <laughs> especially I, I in the eighties when people were buying stuff. You know, New Kids on the Block was so huge when I was working at Tower <laughs> and stuff like that, where I just, you know, the poor customer. This is the face they would see as me just going. <laughs> <laughs> really? You can, no, no subtlety. Well, you did put up uh, on on Instagram. Uh, I follow you on Instagram, and you have a uh, stack of Blu-rays, which I assume are some of your uh, Halloween selections. And you have some good choices right. on it. You called up a movie that I've been trying to turn people on to because it's, uh, I think it's super well done. Ready or Not is a really fun horror movie, uh, and. Uh, it's it, it doesn't that ending catch you completely out of left field? Yeah, I love it. I just watched it again. Uh, it's one of my favorite uh, horror films in the last couple of years. Uh, it was a surprise. I love when something comes out and you, you have like no expectations, and then it, it kicks your butt like that movie did. Did you see Malignant James uh, Wan's movie Malignant? That was nuts. Yeah, malignant. <laughs> that's, I mean... That's that, the that, only way to really describe it. You're, I've been like, when people are like, should I see it? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you gotta see it. <laughs> it, it spends, uh, and I, I mean, this is a compliment. I was talking to uh, Nick Murphy, who's our video guy here, and we had the same reaction, which is, um, there's about, there was about 70% of watching that movie, Brian, where I'm like, I'm a little disappointed. This seems kind of like rote, you know, like it's a... Uh, it's uh, I've seen this before, and then there's a point where the switch flicks, and you're like, "Holy hell!" And you go, and, and to take that amount of time and that amount of movie time to basically lull you into a false sense of "I know what's going on" is kind of ballsy. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is, I mean, it's it's a mainstream movie, but the premise is such a Z-grade horror, you know. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of like Basket Case and some movies that like you're not even supposed to watch. Right. And then, like you hurt, they hurt your eyes when you see them as a kid, you know, or Frankenhooker and stuff like that. Frankenhooker. I remember. Yeah, we have to remember Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker. It was the same guy who did Basket Case, was it not? The same director? Oh, it could be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Basket Case was one of those movies I watched in the 80s, like. I went and brought it home from the store on my bike, and then I was watching it going, I don't think I'm supposed to see this. <laughs> yeah. like, you remember yeah. It's Alive about the uh, the killer baby, same yeah. time? Uh, all those movies, Preston. The ones, that, the ones that actually were the first to sort of port onto uh, cable systems, like, you know, whatever you had, whether it was HBO or, what, you know, or, or, or whatever, initially, those things would go into constant rotation because they were cheap, and they, they'd show them over and over right. again. And, um, yeah, that's why you see Motel Hell like a million times. Which is which is yeah. a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have Candyman. You have Get Out. Christine, uh, The Exorcist, which I uh, I always float in the top three greatest of all time. Uh, <laughs> the original Halloween. John Carpenter's The Thing. This is a good selection of stuff. Do you will you do your own uh, movie marathon, a horror movie marathon at home? I, at home? At home? Yeah, yeah, I do. I start. You know, to be honest, I watch horror films all year round. Yeah, likewise. But, but then I, I double down around here, you know, and I hardly watch anything else. <laughs> although I am watching a lot of uh, uh, Seinfelds on Netflix right now. But uh, other than that, it's it's a, since the middle of September, it's been pure horror. I, I have and I, I own, you know, I love physical copies still. I like still having DVDs and Blu-rays. So 
I'm right I with you. I, I had to work my wife to get access to one of her rooms, which had perfect shelves for my Blu-rays because they're, they're and they're mostly horror. Now she is not a horror fan, but you, your family, have you have you been able to generate some some horror fans, or are you the anomaly? Well, yeah. So my wife is. She doesn't like some of the silly stuff. Lost her in the '80s. She didn't get totally into. It. She hasn't seen every Nightmare on Elm Street like me or stuff like that, but she likes more mainstream horror. And, you know, especially when I see something and then go, oh, you got to see this ready or not. Like, she loved that. Oh, cool. We just watched, you know, The Exorcist. We hadn't watched The Exorcist together in years, and we just watched that. She's a a total fan like me. But uh, my son, we're starting. He just, um, I'm being... A way, well, I wouldn't say I'm a better parent than my mom, but I'm, I'm just being more, uh, I'm more hands-on than my mom was. Okay. And so, uh, I don't want my son to go through some, you know, to be terrified and see some of the things I saw at like nine and 10 years old and was already having nightmares. So, uh, he hasn't seen nightmare or, or the not in the living dad like I had at nine years old. So, okay. uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, no, my, I, my parents... And my, in the 70s, my mom would just drop me off at the theater, too, you know, like yeah. walk up. If she had to walk up, she'd go, okay, he can see this rated R film. Come, and then br- she'd, she'd walk back to the car and leave me there. Brian, uh, I was I was, I was, was too young. You know, I was, uh, you know, a, a young teenager, but my mother took me to see The Exorcist we we had like an open policy on movies. We would see, you know, I I saw Deliverance when I was a kid. My it mom was, took me to see Porky's when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, because I oh, asked her yeah. too. She saw it with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't sit in the same oh, row. Yeah. I'm like I'm like you got to sit back there. <laughs> My mom's big embarrassing one was Animal House, uh-huh. where she. Had no idea. She thought it was a like a zoo or something where there were animals in it. And then that's we get great. there and there's no animals. Oh, no, that's there's a horse. Oh, my God. That's yeah, there is a horse. You're right. Right. Uh, listen, Brian, we got to wrap. I apologize, man, but it is great to have you oh, back. Always. Back in Philly, uh, Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow tomorrow night. Make sure you go see Brian Pasani and get tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Rock on, my man. We'll talk to you again down the road, okay? Thanks. I love you guys. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Brian Pasani, guys. So cool. yeah, he is the best. Uh, so we need to take a break because we, yet yeah, we have a few more guests that are coming up in just a moment or two. Plus another opportunity, our last chance to give to you uh, for the MMR money clip. It continues on throughout the day, but then we are done after that. So we'll take a break and we'll come back in a second with that. The Bizarre File. Oh, yeah. Paula Abdul is next. So stay there. We'll be right back. Join Marissa Magnata for a bird's watch party at Sports and Social Inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Your game day headquarters. Win sports and social gift cards and more. So, uh, I mentioned this earlier. We have a new uh, T-shirt in the rock shop for (laughs) MMR. It's the Preston and Steve Carpe Banana shirt, uh, which was mentioned by us, and I guess it really spoke to our promotions director, Eric, and he's like, we can make a shirt out of that. Seize the banana. Rock on. Seize the banana. Yeah. Carpe Banana. Uh, So if you'd like to get that shirt, you can do that now at uh, WMMR.com. Both men's and ladies' sizes are available, so have at it, and you can peruse all the other things that we have in the rock shop uh, that might tickle your fancy 
uh, if you are interested. Grab I like some. my fancy tickled. Yeah, nothing like having yeah. a fancy tickled. All right, so we're waiting for a call from uh, Paula Abdul, and I don't want to get into the bizarre file right now because she might no, call, no. And, or should I? Yeah, do it. The hell with okay. it, right? All right, we'll do the bizarre file. Here. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. But she's scheduled for right now, right? 9.45. Oh, I thought it was 9.40. Okay, here we go. Uh, the Beat File this morning brought to you by Iron Hill Breweries. Top-selling IPAs and seasonal beers. They are now available everywhere. Craft beer is sold uh, locally. And so you want to visit ironhillbrewery.com and click Beer Finder, and you can find a retailer near you. All right, uh, we will begin. All right, we're going to begin with a downer, okay? Uh-huh. Just kind of get this one out of the way. Uh, but this will speak to Bill Weston's paranoia. Uh, Twenty, a twenty-year-old Tufts University lacrosse player died after she tragically choked during a hot dog eating contest oh. over the weekend. Yeah. Oh so God. Bill, our boss, never ever wants us to do any type of eating contest for this very reason. No, they can get away from you. Yeah. It has happened, and he he has a good point. Uh, Madeline Nickpon, a uh, junior. Uh, on the uh, uh, lacrosse squad, was participating in a competitive eating event off campus on Saturday. Something went horribly wrong. Authorities said Nipcon had um, fallen unconscious after choking and then was rushed to the hospital after first responders got to the scene. Uh, sadly, she passed away a day later on right. Sunday. And the pictures of her, she's just full of life. Oh, and, yeah. You yeah. know, the love, the team, the whole thing. Very real, sad. Real active student. Yeah, thousands of students came out uh, to the uh, campus to mourn the loss of her shortly after her death on Sunday evening, uh, surrounding her jersey and with uh, candles and remembering fondly. Uh, she had played in several games in her first two years uh, for the Jumbos. That was the name of their team and was expected to be a key contributor this season. So that's... Scary, that's sad news, and scary too. Be careful if you enter one of those contests, man, because that uh, that can happen. All right, how about this? Uh, this kind of speaks to a little bit to the story I had earlier this morning of uh, Dax Shepard, yes, uh, and Kristen Bell. Some people live very different lives than others. Uh, Liana or Lana Michaels lives in Spain with her partner Sean and is a mom to two children. She says she missed breastfeeding and learned that she could take an herbal supplement that would cause her milk to return. Three days after taking the supplement, the first drop of milk appeared. And then she had Sean latch on to get the milk flowing. The couple says that they do it for the nutritional value and also because, quote, it builds up positive physical energy between them. Lana also says that uh, breastfeeding makes her breasts feel fuller and bigger and also helps her feel sexier and womanly. So she's breastfeeding her partner? Uh, yes. Huh. And Sean says he doesn't care if adult breastfeeding is normal, uh, isn't normal because it makes him happy. There you go. It reminded me of the boys, Steve. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. With Homelander. Well, it seems like something out of an old fable. A man in Alberta, Canada managed to get photos when a bear wandered into his family's home and made a mess of his son's gaming computer. Sean Reddy said that the bear encounter began at his home when his dogs cornered a bear in the family garage. You have golden eye. Uh, Reddy (laughs) says that he got his dogs to safety, and then he thought the bear was gone. So uh, he soon discovered he was wrong when his 10-year-old son reported hearing (laughs) scratching sounds inside the house. Uh, the bear had climbed through a window, Jesus. and Reddy saw the animal cross a hallway into his son's bedroom. 
Was that a bear I just saw? Hey, how are you? Uh, he posted photos to Facebook showing the bear investigating his son's computer and enlisted the help of a neighbor to uh, uh, use furniture to create a barricade before opening the bedroom door to allow the bear to leave through the same window that it used to enter the home. Man, this is a mint rig. Did you build it yourself? Uh, Reddy says uh, damage to the house was minimal, but the bear smashed his son's computer monitor and ate some cereal that was left out. Can't leave cereal out because of bear attacks. Alberta Fish and Wildlife officials say that they uh, set up a trap outside of Reddy's home, uh, but the bear has yet to return to the scene of the crime. Probably entering gaming tournaments. Uh, Japanese police on Monday arrested a 43-year-old man for using artificial intelligence to effectively unblur pixelated porn videos in the first criminal case in the country involving the exploitative use of the powerful technology. So he was stealing porn, basically, right? He was unpixelating porn. Okay. So uh, Masayuki... Nakamoto, who runs his own website, lifted images of porn stars from Japanese adult videos and doctored them with the same method used to create oh. realistic face swaps in deep fake videos. Wow. He's using deep fake technology yeah. to put the nudity, to put the actual porn back in the porn. <laughs> yeah, you put the porn back in the porn. Uh, but instead of That's changing... political uh, and cha- yeah, and changing Instead of uh, changing faces, uh, Nakamoto used a machine learning software to reconstruct the blurred parts of the video based on a large set of uncensored nudes and then sold the content online. I'm Governor Wolf and I promise to put the porn back in the porn. Uh, Penises and vaginas are pixelated in Japan porn because an obscenity law forbids the explicit depictions of genitalia. Which is wild. Nakamoto reportedly made about uh, $96,000 by selling over 10,000 manipulated videos though he was arrested specifically for selling 10 fake photos at about $20 each. Um, and Nakamoto pleaded guilty to charges of copyright violation and displaying obscene images and said that he did it for the money. I, mo- I wonder how this will break down, because what if you do a deep fake porn of somebody? It's not them. You don't claim it's them. Are, are, do they have legal grounds to go after you? I don't think they do now because, Steve, there's a lot of it that exists. Right. There, you know, so. And is it considered parody? Is it considered? Yeah, what is it? Uh, by the way, he was caught when police conducted a cyber patrol. Uh, a woman was arrested for driving while intoxicated. After I'm sorry, it was a woman. Was not a woman. It was a man. He was uh, driving while intoxicated, and he got caught because he drove his car into a motel swimming pool. Uh, according to the uh, an extended stay resident who wanted to remain anonymous, he said it went through the wall. Come across the grass and into the pool. Yeah, I'd like a room, please. Uh, Thursday <laughs> night, just before midnight, people living at the uh, Texoma Inn said that they witnessed something out of the ordinary. They were living there? Uh, <laughs> I guess some people live there, yeah. Oh. Uh, Jim, why, why would you live anywhere else? <laughs> uh, Jim Davis. We got uh, a hot plate. Said, all I know is I come out my door and a Cadillac was in the pool. Dang. It was insane. i never seen anything like it. A four-door sedan just through a brick wall. Uh, police confirm a man, 30-year-old Chad Borum, drove a 2006 Cadillac through a brick wall and into the motel's drained swimming pool. So there wasn't water. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, Gabby, what's the number for 911? <laughs> uh, Davis said once he saw what happened, he ran down uh, to help the three people inside. He said, all I did was go down there to see if they were hurt. And made him sit down till the ambulance got here. If you're going to drive into a pool, drive into one that's filled. He said, that's about all I did. I feel sorry for them kids. <laughs> <laughs> he said the driver was very intoxicated. 
I'm reading this verbatim. <laughs> uh, Borum was arrested for driving while intoxicated, of course. It's just crazy. Oh, and one last story. Uh, this is a quick one. Um, a man in Dallas, Texas, has a very gory Halloween display in yes. his front yard. Again, right? Yep, he's added to it. Uh, despite police uh, being called to the home in years past, Stephen Novak is his name, and his new additions this year include a wood chipper <laughs> blood fountain. Oh, my God. It's... Hilarious, man. I mean, it's shooting this gigantic <laughs> spew of uh, blood yes. all the way across the yard <laughs> to the other end. It's it's obnoxiously I mean, over the top. Blood spray all over the walkway, the walls, the whole thing. But people don't like it? Some people don't. So, <laughs> uh, and, yeah. Well, no, fi- I mean, it's fun, right? And 55, he's also got 55-gallon drums overflow, overflowing with shredded party guests. <laughs> uh, the display has wowed the internet, and he says when police are called to his place, he welcomes them to come out and take more selfies. Uh, he said last year, I mean, anybody that doesn't look at this and crack up, there's something wrong with it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, it is pretty funny. Yeah, the wood chipper is, oh, my God. And he's got this guy <laughs> impaled with a tiki torch through his head after it, it looks as if he fell <laughs> off a ladder and impaled through his mouth through the back of his skull through this tiki torch. It's outrageous. All right, and that is what I have in the Bizarre file. So I guess we take a break. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what the story is on Paula. We'll find out in a little bit. But uh, hang in there, and we'll have uh, more chances for you to win uh, tickets to see uh, Coldplay, like yes. I said, in uh, June of next year. So stay close. Those tickets actually go on sale in 10 minutes. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. And also a shot at $500 uh, with the MMR Money Clip. Last one that we'll have for you. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we had a, a couple people had to step out. Case had to take off. Kathy had to take off. So we're uh, the hell's happening. We but but stepping in, Marissa. Yay! Oh, hi guys. This is my first time live on the YouTube Daily Rush. Oh my god. YouTube live stream rather. Oh my, oh my god. god. I work with it every day, and I called it the wrong thing. It's <laughs> it's okay. You're you're in a new environment. We're gonna we're gonna cut you some slack. All right. So here's the deal. It's nine fifty nine. I officially have to wait sixty more seconds. Uh, because we have our final MMR money clip, we've got a guest on the line who's standing by, so I'm going to go to her in just a moment. Uh, but I'll remind you that the MMR money clips are wrapping up today. Yeah. Uh, so we we did it earlier. We did it at 8 a.m. We're going to now do it here in just a moment, but it comes up again at noon and 2 and 4, 6 and 8. Or do we have a Flyers game tonight? I do not know. Uh, tomorrow night. It's tomorrow night. Yeah. Okay, so yes, yeah, so we're doing the 8 o'clock one tonight. So we do not want you to miss your opportunities to win the money. So... We're going to make sure that you are paying attention and that you are prepared and all set to go. And not only happening in, in 20 seconds, your MMR money clip, but uh, the uh, tickets for uh, Coldplay go on sale for that show at the link, at Lincoln Financial Field, uh, for next summer. And I still have a pair of tickets of those to give away before 
uh, the show is up this morning. Yeah, I mean, that's listen, what a way to wrap up uh, the week. Yeah. And we still got a lot to come. We got another 500 bucks to give away with the uh, the Word of the Week prize, but it is now officially 10 a.m., yeah. so now I can do this. Here we go. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR money clip. King Dracula spelled backwards. What the F? Now, here's your money clip keyword. All right, the word is choice. C-H-O-I-C-E. All right, choice. And we are going to give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. Three ways to do it. Text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Uh, or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, win by all means, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry is going to be chosen, and uh, somebody's going to get $500 in our company-wide contest, and that person is going to get a call from Beasley. So make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So make sure that you do that now. Uh, The word is choice, C-H-O-I-C-E. And like I said, we'll give you until 15 minutes after the hour. All right, our guest is ready to go. I am excited to talk to her. Yes. Uh, long relationship with WMMR. In fact, the documentary. No. Oh. So uh, there was a little call in. Nobody told me. Snack. Okay. It just happened. I just stepped back in here. This is what happens when we uh, are a little short staffed. Oh. Um, but we can do this while our other. Uh, guest is getting ready to come on. Equally as happy to talk to this guest. Preston has to go through his notes, which he filed in a special cabinet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll find that later. <laughs> All right. Our next guest is co-hosting this year's Wigs and Wishes Gala at the Rivers Casino on Saturday from 5 to 10 p.m. Oh, my God. Ladies and I even have music to bring her on. Please welcome Paula Abdul. <laughs> hey. hey, Paula. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? We're doing wonderful. So you're going to be in Philly on Saturday. We're excited about that. And may I say, listen, I don't like to do the gushing thing too much on people, but you posted a short video of you on Instagram. It's your most recent post. You look stunning, my dear. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's just, I, I'm blown away. It's fantastic. So, not that I would be surprised. No, of course. I mean, you, but... Dancers tend to uh, stay stay in shape. Yeah. yeah that's that's... But That's very sweet of you. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone with um, Martino Cartier, who I'm co-hosting. Oh, cool! Hey, Martino, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? We're doing great. So you get the you get the honor of being along with Paula. This is fantastic. And the event is uh, for people who are who are going through a, a cat a, a cancer fight. Uh, and the Wigs and Wishes Gala is something. Actually, you've been involved with this organization for a while, right, Paula? I have. Um, Martino brought me on. How many years ago? Is it now, Martino? She's been involved since almost day one, and she took this this mission to a whole nother level. And by the way, I gush along with you. She's absolutely <laughs> stunning um, on every aspect, and she has allowed literally over a million Americans to look and feel cancer-free uh, through our nonprofit. So that has to do with hair replacement that looks real. It has to do with creating wishes for children um, that are battling cancer. Many of them we have lost, um, but she's a superwoman and a superhero. And um, we're just so blessed to have her a part of this mission and allowing these women and children to fight the fight. 
You know? Well, we, we do a similar charity actually here. Uh, it's uh, uh, Kathy uh, who has had to uh, leave. She has to go to a, uh, a family function. But uh, she puts together a thing that we do every year. It's the same thing, and it means so much. So we are absolutely acutely aware of the importance of this and, and, uh, and how it makes people feel better, especially when they're going through such a tumultuous, uh, difficult time. So uh, this is awesome that you guys are doing it. And it's Saturday at Rivers Casino, correct, starting at 5 p.m.? Yes, that's correct. And Paula will be crowning this year not only a queen. Every year we take a special woman with an extraordinary story. She comes out in front of a 1,000 people bald, and we place a wig on her that looks real. We put it in an updo, crown her with a tiara, and it's Paula beautiful. deems her queen of the night. And this year she's not just doing a queen, but tell them you're doing a princess too. <laughs> and we're doing a princess as well, <laughs> a younger younger. Uh, Daughter, girl, you know, yep. anyone who's suffering with cancer. But it all starts with Martina. Wigs and Wishes, honestly, it's been such a mission of his. And and there's still some tickets available, um, less than 100, I believe, left. That's right. And they're, and, they're available at wigsandwishes.org. Uh, so that we right. can, yeah, and then, but there are very, very limited, but it's going to be, from what we understand, it's going to be a, a, a big deal. And a lot of fun. And again, the end result is so awesome. Uh, you can't argue with the results. Thank That's you. true. And Paula is going to be calling off a fi- an 18 minute private firework display right on the Delaware River awesome. this year. That's pretty celebrating cool. Celebrating our 10th anniversary. So it's just okay. really a lot of great energy in making women and children uh, with cancer feel the best they can. Nice. Feel. All right. Excellent. Well, sorry to keep this short, guys, but we had another interview scheduled and, and you were a little late getting in, so we got to move along. But we'll push uh, people to the direction of wigsandwishes.org this Saturday, Rivers Casino at 5 p.m. Thank you, Paul Abdul and Martino Cartier, for joining us. Yay. Uh, we got to move right on because I don't want to miss talking to our next guest. And, and we had a, a little snafu there. So now I can mention this, and uh, her book is out uh, on the 26th. And I'm excited yes. because I love this band and uh, I love her as well. We want to welcome uh, from the Go Go's Gina Shock. Yeah. This morning. Hey, Gina. Hey, how you doing? We're awesome, man. Fans of yours, big time. Thanks for coming on. I love Philly, man. I'm a, I'm from Baltimore, baby. Sweet. <laughs> hey, is that why you were in uh, Rehoboth Beach? Because you kind of split between the two places and headed? Uh-huh. We heard you were hooking up with some friends at Rehoboth Beach. Um. Oh, Jesus. I actually, I'm in, no, you guys, it, it's kind of screwed, man. I was in Rehoboth Beach because my dear friend that I went to high school with, who actually made the trip from Baltimore to L.A. with me, yeah. when I first came out to L.A. in 79, seeking fame and fortune, my friend um, has brain cancer, uh. and I had to fly back, just drop what I was doing, and spend a week with her, um, just to be with her. She's going through treatment, and... Uh. It really sucks, man. It really sucks. I don't now, know what to say. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, the I'm truth. Sorry, we, sorry you're going through that. Yeah, we, friend. we do a lot of charities and stuff. We just had, you know, a Paul Abdul on talking about, a, you know, wigs for people who are going through. Yeah, I just, I was yeah. listening to that. And I, you know, and I was thinking about my friend uh, Babs the whole time. I was thinking, oh, Christ, I got to call her today and see how she made out today with her treatment, you know? Listen, um, you know, Gina, the, the one thing that I've, uh, you know, yeah, it, it, it does suck. The one thing that you can can take to heart is the fact that we are living in phenomenal times for cancer treatment. And, and Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Things are getting better and better all the time as far as that goes, you know? Um, so, yeah, I'm... Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen... Pray and keep my fingers crossed and... 
Yeah, yeah, just be there to support your friend, and 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 you will. So uh, that's yeah, it's about all you can do. Yeah, so yeah. hang in there. They, you know, she's really going to appreciate it. Gina, I want to say, my, give you a little appreciation from uh, from my heart because I, I'm a fellow drummer, and um, <laughs> one one of the things that I love that you've helped pave the way for now because I still I love watching videos of all these uh, virtuoso drummers on social media. So many great female drummers have surfaced oh in How the past that? few years. It's <laughs> awesome. I mean, put me to shame there are so many awesome female drummers. You know what? Put me to shame. I'm watching oh. all these young kids that can kick my ass. <laughs> and you, and know you know what? what? You, you were amazing. And, and you were one of those first ones to be in the spotlight, uh, a, a woman behind the drum kit. Why is that so weird or why was it so weird back then? Who knows? It doesn't matter now, but it's so great. No, and I mean, I... The reason that I played drums, honestly, guys, is that it was the easiest instrument for me to play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once I sat behind that kit, put headphones on, I mean, that's how I taught myself to play instruments. I would put headphones on and play with my favorite records. And, you know, when I when I did that, it was like, oh, God, this is easy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'll never have to take a lesson playing drums. <laughs> and the rest is history it all worked out well you you know i was reading an interview with you you're talking about how, the, how that drum kit and the, the seat kind of was like a little bit of a throne you know where you could uh you know oversee the whole thing and and uh we, the, by the way the documentary that uh on you guys that was uh, just out was phenomenal and 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 i agree with preston just adore you and and, and the go-go's for so long uh, so much has been going on um but the truth of the matter is is that you have this book out in addition to going into the Rockwell Hall of Fame, but you you were kind of the sort of default archivist for the band, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, of course, back then, I never thought that I would take this role on years later. I was just doing what I love to do. I've always loved photography, you know, always had a camera hanging around my neck, and I was just snapping shots of a bunch of goofy girls hanging out. We just so happened to be in the Go-Go's, and, mm-hmm. you know, just having a great time and documenting it through through my photographs. And, you know, I've been wanting to put this book together for a long time because I have Tons. Of, I mean, I could put another book out right now, guys. I have so many photographs wow. um, and, and ephemera, tons of stuff. And <clears throat> when I finally got, you know, when I finally found the right person to help me gather it all and make sense of it, um, you know, we, we did a book proposal got, and got, got the deal and started working on the book a year and a half ago. And what a labor of love. It brought me closer to everybody in the band because I was reliving our history for the last year and a half. Now, and I, I'm, I'm going to guarantee that during a lot of this process that after a while they got sick of you with the camera, but now they're so, so glad that you did that, correct? Uh, no, I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> they they were willing subjects at oh, all times. All right. I'm really. Sick. I'm secretly wondering if any photos that you have are from here at WMMR because there are photos of you hanging on the walls of our studios down here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure I have them in in my collection somewhere. I mean, I took photographs everywhere I went. I really did. Or and if you know, if I was at stations and they t- we take photographs, I'd ask for one. You know, um, yeah, that one's well. Me. There's there's one cool. in particular. It's it's van eighty one, and it's you guys in in, in this van <laughs> looking like you are about to just just either pass out or you're just at the end of your rope. But I mean, now as you look back on those early days. In that in that vehicle and doing that touring, does it now? Is there now a little bit more of a halo over that time? Oh, absolutely. You know, you know 
add is, you guys, it's always the struggle that is the best part of the whole ride. It's true. Yeah. It is true. You know, I mean, when I look back at all that, when we all get together, and that's another reason I wanted to put the, make, put, you know, do a book of my photographs. When we would get together, I'd pull out photos, and we would get hysterical. <laughs> and and we were, and I just that that was, you know, sort of the impetus. I was like, I gotta, I gotta put this book together. Nobody knows, you know, has seen a lot of these photos that I have, and it'll be so fun for people to, you know, get inside my head and and mm-hmm. see what, what I was thinking about. You know, what what photos I wanted to take, what was going on at that time. Uh, in the band and, you know, where we were, when were, when were we there? And, you know, it's just been a, 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 a an incredible journey. That's awesome. Um, and, and so I'm so happy that I, I could put it all in this book. That's excellent. And it's, it's girls having fun. So yeah, that's yeah. what I love. Listen, Gina, I know you, you got to run because you got a bunch of interviews to do, but I do want to, as a drummer, point out my favorite lick of yours is from uh, Head Over Heels, the break. Boom, do get that. Boom, do, 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 do. Isn't it? Oh, but you put it in the right spot, you know? <laughs> well, you know what? The way that I approach my drumming is I play drums for the song to elevate the song. It's not about, you know, you're a musical oh, I'm drummer. Show you. Yeah. It's not about what I can do. Oh, I'm going to show you all the licks. I know it's never been about that. I want to try to elevate the song. It's always been about that. Um, and that's the way I approach drumming. Whatever's and you did gonna, it. Whatever's going to work for the song. Um, yeah, and and that's that's what you know that's what they call a musical drummer. Well, and, it worked and, out well, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah, dude, congratulations! Yeah, we'll see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame next Friday. All right, rocking, having a great time. <laughs> the book will be out, and I'll and I'll be on a book tour too. Uh, well, After come and that. see us in Philly. We want to see you here, Gina. All right. You got it, kiddo. All right, love you. Gina Shahak from the Go-Go's, man. That's the best. I love it. She uh, she talked about uh, in that documentary that really the rest of the band, you know, and they were accomplished all the way through, but but they were just kind of, le- they basically were learning how to play their instruments as they were going. Gina came into the band as a musician. Yeah. And she's like, we got it. We're going to do rehearse now. Yeah, we're going to do rehearse. To, yeah, yeah, we're going to do planned rehearsals. Yeah, uh, I love it. And uh, her energy is just absolutely the best. So her book is called uh, "Made in Hollywood: All Access with the Go Go's." All right, I don't even know what break we're on. Um, we are now doing the news. Our own oh, no, wait. Lesson question. All right, that's what we're doing. All right, so we are going to give away a $50 Metro Diner gift card. And the question we're going to ask now is, what was Steve's review of the popcorn that Casey bought for him? <laughs> like, his first words. Casey brought in some stale popcorn from the dollar store. And what was Steve's review? All right, you had to have heard this. Don't make it up. You won't get it right. You had to have heard it. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. While you call, we'll do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by Monster Mania. Meet the biggest names in horror this weekend at Monster Mania Con 48 in Oaks. And uh, Christina Ricci and Michael Myers reunion will be taking place. And there's more at Monster Mania What's going on, Steve? Well, despite a mountain of evidence against him, Josh Duggar is refusing to take a plea deal in his trial on child pornography charges and is going to take his chance in court. As a sign of the lack of confidence in the outcome, Duggar's attorney is recommending he practice showering on his stomach. (laughs) So there you go. Teresa Judice's boy toy boyfriend, Luis Ruelas, proposed to the Real Housewife star while on a beautiful vacation in Greece. Ruelas reportedly said he wanted to propose 
in the land of Plato because he seemed more. Sorry. He seemed more like a real dog than Goofy. <laughs> Casey's not here to hit your stingers. No, no problem. Yeah. And finally, Scott Disick was reportedly jarred by Courtney Kardashian's reason. <laughs> Just keep going. And I've got the beat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Here comes the joke. Scott Disick was reportedly jarred by Kourtney Kardashian's recent engagement to Travis Barker. Disick has reportedly decided to distance himself by the Card- from the Kardashians by moving one block over. And that's your Hollywood track. All right, we'll go to the phones and look for an answer to today's lesson question, which is, what was Steve's review of the popcorn that Casey bought for him? 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Paul. Hey, Paul, good morning. Yeah, Zooks. Yeah, All right, Paul, what was Steve's review of the popcorn that Casey bought for him? Not awesome. It's not awesome. <laughs> you got it, Paul. Hang on. Uh, for you, sir, a $50 Metro Diner gift card. You can find all the flavor with Metro Diner's newest herb roasted chicken, a bone-in half chicken marinated fresh daily. And a blend of special herbs and spices and oven roasted to tender perfection. Enjoy today. And you can order online at MetroDiner.com. Music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Best friends. Yep. All right. It's brought to you this morning by uh, Liberty Safes of New Jersey. They carry the largest selection of safes in the area. You can shop Liberty Safes of New Jersey in Mount Laurel and Bordentown or online at LibertySafesNJ.com. It's a good thing to have. Uh, we're going to start with this. Uh, Dave Grohl admitted that the toughest part about writing his autobiography was addressing Kurt Cobain's suicide at age 27. Uh, Dave's memoir, The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music, topped the New York Times bestseller list. And he said during an appearance on PBS, uh, he was asked why he saved um, Kurt's death for last when right. writing the book. He said, because I was scared to write it. He said, you know, it's it's one thing to write about, you know, getting stitches when you're 12 years old. Or it's one thing to write about uh, taking your kids to the daddy-daughter dance. It's another thing to write about something that you've barely spoken about with people close to you. He said, I mean, I revealed some things in that story that I've never told my closest friends. Wow. He said, first of all, I knew what people wanted me to write, and I think that people have a lot of unanswered questions, as do I. So I decided to write in, like, as uh, a much broader emotional sense. So that's how he did it. Now, I haven't read the excerpts about it. Uh, Chuck D'Amico has highly recommended this book to me. He said really? it's fantastic. Uh, I don't think he's... He's got like a, maybe a quarter of it left, so he may have not gotten to this part yet. He hasn't told me about it, but he said it's highly worth checking out. Uh, Dave explained why he feels uh, Kurt Cobain's songs connected with so many people across the world. He said, I think that his simplicity uh, and the beautiful direct language in his lyrics, which I would consider poetry, uh, his specific lens, his perspective on life, uh, he was very open about writing about his own pain, which I think millions of people could relate to and connect with because it was just him. It was, and that was it. It was just him. Do you know what's weird with that whole thing is because I remember one of the things that they said led to Kurt Cobain's um, angst and um, depression was feeling the, the weight and onus of being the creator and the songwriter for the band. And I'm like, man... <laughs> Yep. Your drummer was a really good songwriter, mm, yeah. and you know um, it's it's a weird thing, you know that that but was guess, right there. I guess maybe maybe Dave saw you know 
all of that creativity, and, and Kurt was like, "Okay, this yeah, is yeah. this is our guy, right?" Yeah, and maybe he maybe Dave didn't quite have the um, the confidence to go at it himself sure, yet, yeah. but I don't know, man. But it was too much for him. Uh, Zach Wilde has revealed that he'll play rhythm guitar on Ozzy Osbourne's upcoming album. Uh, Wilde told Music Radar about the new album. New new Ozzy stuff is sounding great. Thank you. And he said, and for sure, it's an honor to play on the record with all my heroes because he'll be playing alongside Eric Clapton, wow. Jeff Beck, and Tony Iommi. Well, that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. He continued saying, it's pretty cool. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. I've always loved Blow by Blow and Wired, but honestly... Every record Jeff Beck has put out is amazing. And you reported earlier that they're doing a biopic of Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne. Correct. Yeah. And that's got plenty of material to it. Uh, Paul Thompson, the original drummer from Franz Ferdinand, is leaving the band. What? Yeah, according to the group's Instagram page, uh, Audrey Tate. We were just talking to uh, Gina Shock. Audrey Tate is a female drummer. She is going to be replacing Thompson. And uh, they wrote, it feels totally natural playing with her. And she's a great laugh, and it's been electrifying being in the studio together. And we can't wait to play live for your uh, for you all. Uh, Wednesday nights, Robin Hood Foundation benefit at uh, New York's J- uh, Javits Center uh, raised a whopping seventy-seven point five million dollars. Holy hell! Yeah, Paul McCartney received a special award for his work back in two thousand one in putting together the concert for New York City at Madison Square Garden. We should get Paul McCartney out to the camp out. And was among a who's who of notables attending the event. The fundraiser, hosted by uh, Cecily Strong of SNL, uh, featured performances by Bruce Springsteen, Alicia Keys, who performed "Let It Be," and the Jonas Brothers. Uh, attending the gala was former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg, New York Mayoral hopeful Eric Adams, Diane Sawyer, Stacey Abrams, Roger Goodell, Eli Manning, and many more. Paul McCartney told the crowd, I love New York. Many years ago, when I was a little kid in Liverpool, we saw New York in the movies. I never dreamed that I would, I would be here getting an award like this from, your fanta- from you fantastic people. But then, years later, we did show up at JFK with my buddies, the Beatles. We went on the Ed Sullivan show, and boy, was that something. Uh, and then Paul- I was thinking about that as I walked over here tonight. Saw a man take a crap right on the top of the stairs. Actually, he said something similar really? to that. He, Paul went on to joke. He said, it is fantastic that Robin Hood helps people in need. In fact, the other day, we, went, uh, we were going through the city, and this guy comes up. He's got no shoes on. He's got gray hair, scraggly beard. And I said hi to him. I found out later... That was Rick Rubin. <laughs> so he was joking, but, you know, Rick's yeah, kind of Rick got Rubin a homeless that, appearance yeah. himself. So. You would think the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and one last thing. Let's give away our final pair of tickets to see Coldplay. Uh, tickets just went on sale 20 minutes ago. So we'll take caller number 17. What a number. 215-263-WMMR. And we will give you tickets to the Music of the Spheres World Tour, which is going to be June 8th at Lincoln Financial Field. 17th caller, 215-263-WMMR. By the way, there's an extra chance to win for MMR VIPs and complete details at WMMR.com. So call right now. Let's see if you can get it. When we come back, we're not done giving stuff away. No. 500 bucks that we're going to unload before the show is over. So that is up when we get back. Stay with us. At WMMR, we are so very happy for our morning hosts, Preston and Steve, upon their induction next week into the Radio Hall of Fame. What the f***? Thanks in large part to you and your loyal support. That was awesome! 
So celebrate with us during our Hall of Fame weekend as we flip through the pages of the Preston and Steve Show scrapbook. Stop thinking of clams! And you know, with these guys, there's no coattail riding or laurel resting. Right now, they're preparing for Camp Out for Hunger. Oh, God, I love you. Thank you, Hall of Famers Preston and Steve, for all you do every day. You make every morning here so much brighter. (laughs) Thank you. On 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. True that. 10.32, we went on this uh, Friday morning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Preston and Steve show coming to an end of an exciting day today. Uh, a lot of stuff that's been uh, given away, handed out, and uh, chatted about. We had uh, some guests on the program. I would like to thank Mr. Brian Passane. Was on the show. He's great, man. He is, and he will be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, we had a brief conversation with Paula Abdul and some other dude. Yeah, more uh, the other dude. <laughs> Co-hosting this year's Wigs and Wishes Gala. Yeah. I, I didn't know he was going to be on there. I don't know who he was. Who are you? Found out at the Some other dude. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, ain't that nice. Who are you, dude? I'm the dude who's going to talk more than Paula. Wigsandwishes.org, uh, by the way, if you'd like to go to the event, which is going to be at Rivers Casino on Saturday. And how great was Gina Shock, man. Oh. Could have talked to her all morning. Uh, she is quite a personality, and she has got a book called Made in Hollywood, All Access with the Go-Go's, and it goes on sale on the 26th, uh, and so... And the, the book, I've seen a number of the pictures from the book. It's a coffee table book. It looks phenomenal. Uh, and they're going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on October 13th. And you, you remember after the third album, Preston, um, uh, she had heart surgery. Remember she no, had, I don't yeah, remember that. Really, she had, she had a, a heart issue. They just happened to discover in a regular checkup. Wow! And uh, you know, it was it was like it could have been a life and death situation. But uh, yeah. yeah, that band was through a lot. Yeah, no kidding. So it's cool having her on. Uh, Pierre is here. I and- have um, uh, photos of when the Go Go's came to MMR in the eighties. Uh-huh. Uh, I was just starting out um, working in the music library. And she was there, and they were so fun. I was telling you this yesterday. They were just so bubbly and exciting. They were on tour with the police. They were both on A&M Records. And the Go-Go's were opening for the police, and the police were doing really good. And the Go-Go's were doing it, so it was a really nice double bill at the Spectrum. And they were just hysterical. In the documentary, Pierre, they talk about there was a time on that tour where the Go-Go's became much more popular. Right. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, right. Sting and, and everyone was going, should we open for you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think Sting came into their dressing room when they hit number one or something yeah, yeah. and brought them champagne or something. Wow. Um, and in that, uh, wow. we've talked about this before, um, in that uh, documentary, uh, a lot of the cuts they use are alive are live versions of Go-Go songs from Emerald City, which was a show MMR put on right. at a little club uh, over in New Jersey, which had been for years a Latin casino. And then its last couple of years of life became uh, Emerald City, a rock club. And MMR would put on live shows there and broadcast a live show with the So Go-Go's. cool. So yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, we have uh, one more interview to do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Maggie Yay! on the Preston and Steve show. Uh, Maggie, I've been a fan for years. What you've done and the way you did it in the art that you created moved me to tears on several occasions. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Maggie, what's so special about you? Well, I just won $500. How about it? 
You're one of the last ones. Oh, there's just a handful left. You lucky dog, you, Maggie. No, I've been playing this whole time, and I've only missed, like, three words in total. I've gotten each one in. But persistence paid off. Absolutely. Where are you from, Maggie? Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. Nice. Delco, what you doing this weekend? Um, probably Halloween stuff. Okay. Oh, very nice. Yep. All that. All right, I well. just want to tell you guys that you make my day every day. Oh. You, Preston, yeah. Steve, Pierre, you guys make it. You make us laugh. You make us have a great day, and that's priceless. Oh, that's oh, awesome. So we much. love you. Well, it's well, at least worth 500 bucks. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I think for that, for that uh, wonderful kissing of the ass, we will give you $500, <laughs> no, Maggie. I'm dead serious. Oh, well, thank you. We appreciate it. Have yourself a great weekend, and thanks for listening, you Maggie. Too. Thank All right, you, so you rock, Maggie. More chances coming up, but it's the last day. We'll, we'll probably do this again, but I don't know when it's going to hop up, you know, pop up again. So you make sure that you take advantage of it. Uh, we have more money to give away. I know. We need a letter, though. You ready? I am. All right. Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter and the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. Y as in yellow. All right. And we'll just take caller number four. How about that? 215-263-WMMR. Should have five letters. Makes a five-letter word. You need to know what it is, and you need to be caller number four. Uh, So give us a call right now, 215-263-WMMR. While you're calling in, we'll find out what uh, Pierre's got shaking for the day. We've got... Two more opportunities for money clips at four, uh, at, uh, I mean, at 12. Well, we have more opportunities all day for money clips. <laughs> yes. At noon, at two with me, at four and six with Jackson, yeah. and at 8 p.m. with Jackie Bam Bam. Or do we have a hockey game tonight? Nope, no, tomorrow. Not. So we don't have a hockey game. So Bam Bam will have the full, you call it, Friday night uh, uh, experience. And all it the is requests. an experience, man. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's such a great radio show to listen to on Fridays. Bill it's, loves it. Uh, Bill does. Yeah. Oh, hi, Bill. And Bill just came uh, Yeah, play more Burl Lives. Dude, he's got to play some Burl Lives tonight. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. Somebody call and request it. I'll tell you what, though. We're one of the few stations that could get away with doing Hell something yeah, like man. that. Burl Lives and in the Slayer. It's yeah. cool. Um, yeah. I mean, you have, I've heard stranger things. Anyway, um... We got money clips today, and <laughs> then five and, re- and three. it'll go all through the whole day and night. And then I've got Elvis Costello tickets uh, for the Met. One more pair of those to give away. Um, we also will have workforce blocks of uh, the Hooters, who uh, open a two-night stand tonight at the Keswick Theater, which is great. A few tickets remain for tonight, not many. Keswicktheater.com, and uh, even less for tomorrow. And then I'll have a block of Elvis Costello, who is in town on Sunday at the Met. And uh, then there's a little anniversary. Um, and uh, it happened tonight, Mr. Nick. Yeah, is this, uh, is, what, eight years from the Pearl Jam show where we got the first shard? Uh, shard. <laughs> 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 I've worked on the shard, which is not exactly a shard. There's usually a little bit of a drippy fecal matter involved. Oh, dear heavens. I've been on this show for too long. <laughs> He holds the mic to his ass. Thank you. does a live one. There's not a lot of bands that could do that and still keep it on his. I don't recall it going down quite that way. Uh, oh, wait. Bill's on the microphone. Man about town. Hey, man. Okay. Speaking of fart noises, <laughs> um, this weekend we are on WMMR Saturday and Sunday doing a Hall of Fame weekend. 
That's which right. we are going to tip our caps to the Preston and Steve show who are being inducted next mm-hmm. Thursday night into the Radio Hall of Fame. Yes. Right? Thank oh, you. Cool. Thank you. So um, I had Marissa go through a bunch of archival stuff and Zach put them together. And they, they're just short pieces that yeah. we're going to run the top of every hour. But the first one that we produced, <laughs> we have John Wells, who's the big voice guy. WMMR, Kristen <laughs> and Steve, the Radio Hall of Fame. We salute you. And the next thing you hear is Casey with an air compressor up his butt doing smoke <laughs> on the water. Oh, day. my God. It is... It's just such this great, big, important setup, right. and then we get to the essence that's, of the morning show. No, but there's a lot of stuff in there, but I just, that made me cry. Oh, that's up. great. I love I, it. Uh, on the floor. In the 7 o'clock hour, I don't know if you heard it or not, but I, I made sure that I, I thanked you in the program programming department and expressed how flattered I am that you guys are doing a weekend it's nice. on the radio station for us. I mean, so that's, cool. that's big. Yeah, so, we're uh, not expecting uh, you guys to do that, but it's like, look. You're MMR's morning show, and so we, the collective, are going to just tip our caps and, and have some fun with the air Very compressor. Nice. And, yeah. But some of the other uh, highlighted moments. <laughs> okay. That's Hall of Fame, baby. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And you, maybe you want to play that as you're going up to the stage. I, I think oh, as, yeah. uh, as Dame yeah, Judy Dench hands our award to yes. us. That's a brilliant idea. Um and what is it you do again? <laughs> we are though, but but Bill is joking about what uh, the uh, we all owe you a great uh, debt of gratitude. I mean, what you guys have brought when you joined this family is amazing because you merged two families: our MMR family with the Y100 family, and uh, what you've continued to do is stunning. You oh. deserve far more than a weekend. It's very kind, uh, but um, you know, it's the least we could do. Thank oh. you, man. It's really cool. So it starts uh, today? Yeah. Uh, no, we're not. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, 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 we're not throwing Friday in the yeah. mix. <laughs> Got up two days. Got to play that for our lives. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but we will uh, also on the program, uh, this this other thing, this Pearl Jam thing yes. was pretty spectacular. <laughs> Um, because uh, we got the interview as almost as a lark. Again, thanks to Bill. Uh, Bill set up a meet and greet for me and Eddie on the first of the two nights, which was last night in 2013. Was it 2013? It was. Yeah. And um, uh, I, talking to Eddie, uh, I'm just chatting with him, and, you know, he couldn't have been nicer. And I'm telling him about the station. And I would say, yeah, MMR has been on since 1968. And he's at a, we're sitting on these two couches adjoining each other with a coffee table, drinking a glass of wine. And he reaches over into his this little notebook and he's writing to me and go, what's he doing? I go, MMR, you know, been yeah. around since 68. We played the White Album when it was new. Well, and he's writing and he's just nodding. And I said, we take requests live. You know, we're live all day long. We don't have tape DJs. And he's like nodding and writing. And I'm going, what is he doing? And then the next the next night after the interview, uh, he, all that that stuff came back as he was talking about the station. It, it, it obviously impacted him. Yeah, it was yeah. it was fun. I had no idea, you know. And at the very end of the thing, I said, "I got to if if not now, never." I said, "Would you ever see yourself, you know, doing an interview with us?" Because we've been trying through all the channels for years. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, for years. And he goes, "How about tomorrow night?" I go, oh, "I've got a dental thing." I've got <laughs> 
Yeah, so, and then that, that set up the interview before the show the next night, and then the shout-out, which came later, which was today. So we'll do well, a block of Pearl Jam. Awesome. He made a, a big point about the, the the live, someone here is live and and ready to pick up the phone right. and uh, all around the clock, yeah. and that's awesome. Well, we need to pick up the phone right now, so we were looking for caller number four, and that's Eric. Hi, Eric, good morning. You guys rock, and oh. congratulations. Oh, oh thanks, thank man. That's very cool of you. Eric? We got something good for you if you can tell me what the word of the week is. Well, I'm going to be honest. I missed two letters, but it would be real funky if I win. Coo-coo-ca-choo! And that means you did. Uh, Eric, nice work, bud. We have got $500 for you, my friend. Outstanding! <laughs> Excellent. Best thing to happen in two weeks. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Whoa! All right. <laughs> Eric, hang on. We'll get your info. We'll give you the cash. And it's courtesy of our friends, Ashley Home Store, a proud partner of the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance. You can shop there at 11 area locations or online at ashleyfurniture.com. And just a reminder about the Camp Out for Hunger, one week from Monday. Yes. One wow. week from Dear Monday. Mother of God. Um, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we will. We do yes. it here, and we will do it with you, and we are excited to do that. I wanted to mention that uh, the Flyers game is going to be broadcast on MMR tomorrow night, and uh, if you're going to the Flyers game, make sure you watch the uh, the screen in between periods and stoppages of play and stuff, because there should be a really cool video that you and uh, Steve filmed, Preston, and Nick Murphy edited and put together. And so uh, if you see that, let us know, because uh, I'm, I'm really happy with the way that it turned out. Talks about Camp Out for Hunger, and so that's why. I'm bringing it up now, but that, that'll start airing at Flyers Games tomorrow night. Awesome. Very cool. All right, uh, so let me see. Do I have, uh, we have our sponsors oh, yeah. uh, for the weekend? We got uh, Marissa kind of filling There's in for some very nice people who have made the show possible, and among those are... Villanova's College of Professional Studies. Pursue the next you. Also brought to you by Iron Hill Brewery's top-selling IPAs and seasonal beers that are now available everywhere craft beer sold locally. You can visit ironhillbrewery.com and click Beer Finder to find a retailer near you. Or you can be caller number 11 or 12, and I'll give you a case of beer. Philly's favorite IPA from Iron Hill Brewery. And you can find them. They're available at uh, Giuliano's Deli at 2202 Mount Caramel Avenue in Glenside. So we will uh, take those callers now, and we will give you that beer on us as you head into the weekend. Uh, Next week, we'll find out together. That's it. We are done. Rage (laughs) on. Have yourself a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you on Monday, gang. Bye-bye. The glowing lights, fresh cut trees. Find all the holiday happenings at Lowe's Winterfest. With savings on select appliance special values, plus free local delivery over $396. And $20 savings on a Craftsman 20 volt max drill kit. Was $79, now $59. Make more holiday at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. While supplies last, valid through 12-8. Appliance offer restrictions and other fees may apply. See store for details. U.S. only.